but no, that's that's how I live my life, dude. People are always like, how do you always have such hot women? It's like, well, when you hit on enough hot ones, one of them's bound to say yes. Right? Or you can do like my... Or I don't think that's do how like that works. Find your wife on an island. Uh, my wife was here in Orlando when I found her. Thank you. So you were the only way off the island. Is this what you're telling us? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's no any, island in Orlando. Yeah, but dude. the problem is now you've brought her to a bigger island. She can any escape port, and any port in the anybody storm. else. You, you should have stayed on the island with her. There's no island. What island are you talking about? Honestly, oh, island. Oh, they're talking we, about we, me. Again. Florida Brazil's is not an island. Orlando's not an island. Florida's not an island. What, what island mean? are you talking about? Uh, they're Open all up. islands if you zoom out long enough on the map. <laughs> South America, one big island. North America, one big island. I mean, Night Demon's on a much more defined island, just a smaller one, but still an island. Yeah. I, I'm sure I could fit two of my islands in one of your island. Yeah. Yeah, everything's an island if you try hard enough. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy, Hiroti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! So, welcome to the Warlock Show. Warlocks out there, this is your number one podcast for Warlocks around the world. We are your Warlock, Night Demon, Parody, Respawn, and Hawkslayer. So, Hawkslayer has returned to go over the contest that we set up for, and Hawkslayer kindly donated a $35 gift card to the winner. We have spent the last half an hour deliberating, as we do, just laughing at videos and we we have we've narrowed it down to one or ones it is ones isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. same creator Hawks. so either yeah. way Hawkslayer, yeah. take it away the, the the floor is yours to go over the the contest well essentially the contest was i'm putting up a 35 dollar cash prize and a custom dyed two Titans and a Hunter Frisbee that I have made personally. And that has been an ordeal in itself because my first attempt didn't really work out. So whatever, or whoever. Did they still Frisbee this? though? Oh, it is still a Frisbee. Well, there you go. It's not a fail. If it doesn't do as it's intended. Who's talking about the design, dude? I know. I know I'm joking okay. with him. Yeah. you. I sent you guys pictures of the design. It kind of turned out <laughs> kind of doo-doo. It does remind oh. me of Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> Either way, no matter how it turned out, you still have a one-of-a-kind Two Titans and a Hunter memorabilia, mem- memorabilia that nobody else has. So, yay. Right. Right. And this is not going to be able to be remade because I've made this 100% by hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And if you think it came out great, awesome if you think it came out bad just keep in mind it's a representative of the show so it fits um <laughs> and i'm not a professional 
We aren't either. It's fine. Yeah. No, no one here is a professional in anything, anything we're doing here. So were there some honorable mentions of the submissions that we could go over just to say thank you? I'm glad Golden God captured one of my favorite bugs in this game. The fact that the <laughs> bubbles from that public event would just bounce you off of them and, instead of letting you destroy them. Yeah, Golden had some pretty good ones, not going to lie. Uh, oh, this one, we just kept bouncing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. No, this is my favorite one right here. This is the one that really oh. made me feel bad about this poor guy. <laughs> They're I mean, doing the raid, and all he has to do is grab the ball, right? And then I'm like, Keswick, grab the ball. Keswick, Keswick, grab the ball. And he jumped first time, flew through it, and then got knocked away by the boss the other direction. Then tried to come back again and flew through it. And then got knocked back away from the boss a lot. I mean, he could not get this ball to save his team's life. And that, to me, is the most hilarious thing. Yeah. I like Kez part too, because it's, it's typical Titan. Typical Titan. Okay, so they're they're fighting the raid boss. Okay, there's a tether. All right, like oh, the, there's Kaza. There you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, completely missed this mark. All right, I got you. That's why they're laughing. I think that's not even a hard target to hit either. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing is, I think Kaza's putting way too much effort into these raids and these dungeons. <laughs> It's not even a hard target, Keza. What do you what like like did you just get overzealous? They're, they're, hey, they're, they're tricky. They move. They they sidestep you. They <laughs> But he was literally standing still. I think no. With these two clips, I think Keza has a problem with stationary objects. Right? The fact that they're not moving is what's throwing him off. He's like yeah. he was aiming where he was supposed to be going, not where he was. That's the problem. Moving target, no problem. Stationary target, not gonna happen. Yeah, Uh, I think I think Az got kicked by the Star Horse in this. Why did I get bungeed clip? I'm pretty sure Star Horse just kicked him and killed him. That's that's the only thing I can figure out. What happened there? Honestly, my favorite has to be the three times in 45 seconds. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. Because that. That is a feat in itself because you don't where, you don't one hundred percent know where they're going to land, unless you play no. too much psyops. Because <laughs> let's face it, nobody plays too much psyops. No. Honestly, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a different guy. That was I'm a I'm a but that was so funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, golden. Um. I'm not going to say maybe you should switch away from Nova Bomb, but I'm going to say maybe you should look into switching away from Nova Bomb. (laughs) (laughs) As someone who has killed himself many, many times with his own Nova Bomb, these these clips hurt me. (laughs) Oh, poor poor Carver thinking I'm I'm going to go to town on my uh, on on this boss and I'm going to throw my tall wall. I'm going to you know compose myself just to keep attacking things. And the knight comes from from the side with a big sword going, nope, you're dead now. I I felt that deeply in my soul. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, hopefully these will be playing alongside us talking about them in our YouTube. So if you do want to go and catch them, or I will try and put a link to the the YouTube channels. But we do have an overall winner. Mm Mm-hmm.
It is whoever posted the Keza videos. Yeah, videos. Yes, videos. Yeah, I, I think I think unlucky Keza. Just yeah, between the, I'm doing my best, and the boss being like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm gonna send you over here. Next mission where he uh, tighten missiles and completely avoids the boss. Just it, it solidified it for me that you are the worst jumping titan i've ever seen and this is coming from a guy that's had to be forced to play titan the last couple months nobody dude. forced you apart from yourself no also, no also because is a lady because is a lady uh apology still Brit- Brittany m <laughs> Mega based, apology. On, based on her youtube okay still um <laughs> or, or maybe Brittany was responding for you? i don't know Brittany Brittany m is a youtube channel who's who sent in the keza oh and there's oh and there's more if you go to the YouTube, there's also a Keza part four and five. So if you're <laughs> if you're invested in the Keza the Keza cinematic universe, there's more for you to enjoy. <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna have to look into that. I'm absolutely that. Uh, I, I I think I may be invested in the Keza cinematic universe at this point, as it it just feels so familiar. So congratulations, Brittany. Uh, congratulations, Keza, for all of your hard work. <laughs> well, you're very, very hard work. Well, I'd say it's not hard work, is it? I mean, he tries it's hard. Not hard. It's not that hard to hit a target, Keza. Uh, I, I think we have video evidence showing that it is neat. It is hard both to, to get to a ball and it is hard to hit a boss on a platform. I, I'd say those are both difficult. We have video evidence to prove it. I agree. <laughs> I 100% agree. <laughs> oh, dear. So we're going to now have to do important stuff with like getting in touch with Brittany and passing details. <sighs> Are we there? Mm. Yes. And, and... No, Brittany, you reach out to us. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, that... Okay. Yep. I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, what do you guys yes. decide? You guys are the hosts. Oh my God. That's mean a thing. Uh, I'm just the <laughs> prize broker here. You are. And and for winning your prize, Hawk, you can come back next week and take my place. Oh, wonderful. I'd be honored. Thank you. Cause... He's just skim- skimming out again, man. No, it honestly, I, I won't be able to do next week because it's my son's 10th birthday and my daughter's 5th on the Friday and the Saturday. So I've been threatened with um, death, basically, if I do a podcast <laughs> on those days. Only so, death. Oh uh, yeah, I need somebody. To, I need somebody to fill in for me next week. So Hawk, if you're around next week, uh, I'm, not, love to. I'm not asking you to wrangle these two, but just participate and shout. That's to impossible. Them. Yeah. Better people have tried, sir. Yeah. So I, I feel that the Rock should change the name of his um, Titan Games to Warlock Games for the next season on Netflix or whatever channel it is in the US. Because it is, in fact, the Warlock games. And they will continue next week. No, the Warlocks are going to win it all. That's it. I, I mean, I've I believe been, that. Yeah. I've been contributing to the Warlock cause. Fallout is behind the Warlock cause. Everyone is behind the Warlock cause. There, there are no other classes this, this, these next two weeks. There are only Warlocks. And yeah. if you're not playing as a warlock, you are doing the wrong thing. 
Respawn would like to take this opportunity to make a public service announcement. Uh, regarding what? Well, I thought you'd want to rally the hunters. Um, I this, do want to rally the hunters. point in the show. I do want to rally well, we've the hunters. Got them early. But, the, but the problem is, is the loot is not good enough for them to participate. Do you not want 400,000 titles? I mean, because you, you could have a stack of 400,000 submachine guns of the same kind. Yeah, yeah. but that, I think that's the problem is the submachine gun just isn't good enough for them to rally behind. Because I was wondering what the cool hell was going on. Well, Fallout and Cool Guys say that for what it is, it's not bad, but it's competition is still, you know, it's competition, you know? Better. The only saving grace it has is that you can farm it, right? Because even the even the Aikilos, uh submachine gun is better. Right? If you get the God Wolf of the Aikilos, it's better than that. The only the only saving grace is this is farmable. And that's it. And boy is it ever. Mm-hmm. It's very farmable. I, I wish it were less farmable. I'm I'm having a trouble with Tribble's situation where they just fill my postmaster because they're like, here's 17 more titles. I'm like, I, I don't want these. I, yep. I, I really I'm not interested. I'm sorry. No. You can I know get, you want to keep giving them to me, but no, I'm not no. You can get gold bordered ones. Which are quite nice, and then no. but what really confuses the whole system is when you get a gold border with a red border around it. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, they're oh, yeah. craftable, shiny. Too. Oh yeah, Dim doesn't know what to do with them. No, they're not craftable. You can just uh, rip the balls out of them once you use them enough. Yeah. Oh, you can get gold borders. You can get red borders. You can have a collection of them. Dim has no idea what to do to to collect the gold bordered ones because it thinks it's gold or maybe it's red. It just goes. Uh, you have to go to the vault to pick this up, or I mean, the postmaster. Cause we we don't know what to do with this. <laughs> we're we're at a loss. Too damn many of them. <laughs> so, also returning next week is the last Iron Banner. Iron Banner is back next week. Last time this season, you mean? Right. Yeah. But the, oh. No, this is the last Iron Banner. That's it. I mean, it could be the last one ever. They could just take it out of the game Yo, and that's people it. People will believe you. Don't say that, man. <laughs> Night, okay. Night Demon wouldn't lie about the Iron Banner. He he would remind you that you need to spend all of your Iron Banner tokens because they will not be good for anything next season. They will be useless. They will be rubbish. Set, spend them this season or you get to be sad with all the tokens you have or have not collected. Yeah, so what I mean by the last Iron Banner, this is the last time that this version of the Iron Banner will ever be in existence. It will never happen again like this, where you collect your tokens and then you just go and throw the tokens at Saladin and he goes, here you are, take this rubbish. And you go, oh, no, that that's not good anyway. They're all changing over to the, the vendor system that we've got at the moment, where you just rank up and you get packages and you can get stuff off the tracks of whatever they've got available. So... We're moving away from the old systems, going to the new systems, and this will be the last time. So you have four powerful bounties that you can pick up if you are still looking for your pinnacle gear. They will give you a good bump in your light. So I think it's plus five if you are below the, uh, I think it's 1550. So if you're below 1550, it'll give you a plus five in your pinnacle power boost. If you are at 1550 and you're getting to 1560, it'll give you plus two in whichever item drops also you can defeat the the baddie who i've no idea his name um home kiss anybody no defeat home kiss in the birthplace of the vile nightfall 
So that's going to be a featured nightfall for next week. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and although Shaq says throw more grenades, you don't necessarily need to throw more grenades. You can just super everybody when Shaq brings mayhem back to the crucible. I really wish we would stop putting Mayhem and Iron Banner on the same weeks mm-hmm. because because I, I really want to play lots of one or the other and now I have to choose and then other weeks go by where I'm like there's no playlist I particularly care about so maybe maybe next season Bungie we can divorce Mayhem and Iron Banner just put them on different weeks I think they did once didn't they the, the, it was out of sync for once and then it it's back in sync with it again so yeah. maybe maybe one's out of sync with how many playlists that activities you can do maybe yeah it definitely used to didn't used to be this way but here we are and don't forget your week two challenge which is flourish of power which is defeat guardians in mayhem playlists with super abilities and you have to get 50 of those that's on your week two Um, and then the other thing not to forget is getting 66 out of the 69 triumphs that you can get for or challenges that you can get to get a large pile of bright dust if you're still kind of chasing that. If you're not, then just ignore me. You should always be chasing Bright Dust. You never know what, what ridiculous emote you need to buy and use on people. Exactly. And speaking of places to go and buy emotes, I can tell you what is happening next week in the Eververse. Can you, can you though? I can. It's all there in the API now. It's all ah. there. Ooh, pretty pictures. I was wondering if they release everything everything at once or if they'd sort of trickle out trickle it out over the next few weeks. No. Well, I can tell you, for Silver next week, we have the reigning champion, Exotic Emote, for 1,000 Silver. What's the reigning yeah. champion, Exotic Emote? What's it called? That's it. The reigning champion, Exotic the Emote. Wedge. Yeah, no, exotic. I get it's the reigning champion, but what is it? It's Exotic it's, Emote. You have to go look at the picture, and it's a tiny picture of a man holding something above his head, possibly a WWE-style belt. The flavor text says, come take it from me. I see. Mm -hmm. We have the Wedge Exotic Sparrow, which is 800 silver. We have the Champion Shell, which is shaped like a cup, gold cup, 600 silver. We have the Water Breaker Legendary Emote for 500 silver. And then we have Bright Dust. So for your Bright Dust, if you're collecting Bright Dust, you don't need Concentrated Matter Gem, you don't need Glimmer Shards, and you do not need Scavenger Spoons because you can get all of those things as mods on your Ghosts. Go and check those out. But if you are missing the Victory Lap Exotic Sparrow, that will be for 2,500 Bright Dust. The Powerlift Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. Your Laurel Wreath Projection for your Ghost, which will be 1,500 Bright Dust. The Up for Grabs Legendary Shader, 300 Bright Dust. And on the bottom page of your Bright Dust, we have the Torchlight Exotic Emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Hashtag Sponsored Shell for 2,850 Bright Dust. This is the one with all the different logos of the foundries, I think, on it. I actually pretty like cool. that. Is that weird that I like that? That's pretty cool. No, it's cool. The Lawnmower Exotic uh, Sparrow <laughs> for 2,500 Bright Dust. The Team Spirit Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. The Celebrate and Elevated Multiplayer Legendary Emote for 1,250 Bright Dust. Love a multiplayer emote. The Air Apparent 
is getting its ornament back. If you want that, that's the exotic machine gun. So the one that you can get the catalyst that's just given to you again, even if you have the catalyst drop last year or any other year and you've already done it, you still get to get in this year. But if you want the ornament for it, it's 1,250. Very Guardian Games colours. Yeah, nice. And then finally, we have the Titan projection, which is a legendary ghost projection for 1,500 bright dust. So yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Excellent. Yeah, so the reigning champion, which is the one for silver next week, is the one that's up this week for bright dust, 3,250 bright dust. And I'm guessing that some of the stuff that is... Yeah, so, so that is definitely the one that's the... I'm holding the WWE-style belt on my head. And I assume they'll just hand all the Warlocks because they've won. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we've got the... Look, to be fair, it is only three days in. I Look, we all know that they are probably going to win, but it is only three or four days in. There is time. Whether or not anybody's going to do anything with that time, probably not. Well, did no. give you a, I gave you a space of time to actually talk and rally up the Hunters in a really good speech... And yeah. you just let it go. You just went, no, no, I don't want to. No, I understand why I'm the hunters are doing it. All I'm saying is things could change. That's all. They're not going to. The hunters The hunters have already checked out. Is I this, think, things are going right. to change like they did last year. <laughs> Do you remember last year, Parody? He logged on for about two days. He did about two or three things. And then he went, that's all right. My hunters have got it for the rest of the thing. And they did have it. This time, I don't think he's probably even logged in. He's probably gone... Uh, no, because I'm not going to help the Titans. You're crazy. I'll, I've I explained mean, this to you, and, you and I'll explain it to everybody else. You can do all the medals on the Titan and then swap over to your Hunter and go and turn them all in, all in on your Hunter. I wouldn't it's believe the same you, but the advice, the advice is coming from you, who's very anti-Hunter. You so have to turn in the medals at the podium. So if you don't touch the podium with your Titan and you touch it with your hunter, you turn in all the medals on your hunter. Nobody said you couldn't do that. You're not playing, you're going to the tower. So you can tighten as much as you like in all the different activities, collect all the medals, get all the glorious things, and then just swap over to the warlock and turn all your medals in. Sorry, what? Nothing. Uh, If you want the weapon ornament for the Vex Mitha class, the class of its own, which looks pretty cool, that's going to be up on the final week of the Guardian Games for 1,250 Bright Dust. If you cannot wait, it's available for silver at the moment for 700 silver. Uh, I'm actually going to save for... I'm going to wait for that one because I just got the Vex Method class. does look pretty cool. I mean, the you, or the new you've one? Got, we've got the gold version, which is the original. Then you've got the chrome version, which is the ornament. And then you've Austin got the Guardian Pages. Games yeah. one. It's available the week after. So the final week of the Guardian Games. And speaking of Guardian Games, let's have a quick chat about that. Because yeah. like you were saying, if the the Warlocks completely run away with it for the next week, mm-hmm. by the time we get to the TWAB next week where they go, we're going to change things up, do you mm-hmm. think that's going to be too long for them to have actually Mm-mm. make a difference? Or do you think they can't make a no, difference because, because what they've done is If they, is if fair, they go a week and a half, weeks, then yes. But, but the thing is, if they win every day for the next two weeks, I'm sorry, for the next week, any other team can win every day for the next two weeks or week and a half after that and come back, right? So I definitely do not think it's too late. Um, 
Even if even if the gear's not worth it, Hunters, I completely understand. But honestly, I don't want to play Titan for another season, so get your asses off the couch. Alright? Hey, I'm playing. Or get right your asses right on right. the couch. Whatever works. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm playing Guardian games right now as we speak. Yeah, I would be too, but my freaking um A, I as didn't a, believe him whenever he said that I could play. As a wall, I assume. Uh, and then B, freaking uh, Destiny is recompiling files today on Steam. So fair enough. I, I, I walk down to the big to the big plastic and metal box and I press the button and then I sit on my couch and I play video games. So instructions unclear. And finally, I can tell you what your lost is on next week. Hello. So next week, Monday the 9th, is Extraction on the Throne World, giving you exotic chess pieces. Tuesday is Vel's Labyrinth on the Cosmodrome, giving you exotic helmets. Wednesday the 11th is Exodus Gardens 2A on the Cosmodrome, giving you exotic legs. Thursday the 12th is the Affiliates Rest on the Dreaming City, giving you exotic arms. Friday the 13th is Bay of Drowning Wishes on the Dreaming City, giving you chess pieces. Saturday the 14th is Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City, giving you exotic helmets. Sunday is the K1 Revelations on the Moon, giving you exotic legs. And finally, back around to Monday the 16th is the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon, giving you exotic arms. And we have guides linked in our show notes from Divide, Legionless, Time Sausage Gaming, and PD Shifty for those days, if you are interested. Or, as Parody always says, you can always search for whichever one that you want on YouTube and follow their guide. Ibontis has some really good guides. I guess we should probably run some of those at some point. Well, if you're going to yeah. play Guardian games, it's always good to run those bounties for them as well. Mm-hmm. But they're, but they're lost sectors, and, and I, I, I don't want to care about the lost sectors and get the for my poor warlock who hasn't got new exotics in seasons. <laughs> but here we are. So Maybe don't forget, do though, least. guys, if you haven't already done the Lost Sector on your character, on your Warlock, because you don't normally play on your Warlock, you have to go to the Lost Sector first, complete it as a normal Lost Sector, and then it will show up as a... Look, stop plugging the Warlocks, you traitor. Knock it off. As a legendary. Oh, no, I'm just saying, for those people that... No, just saying. So, no, no, no. For, no, for, no. for me, who ha- my, I mean, he has a point, because my Warlock has none of these unlocked. Uh-huh. So I need to go do them on my Warlock. Honestly... You know, the Titans had their day, the Hunters had their day. This is the Warlocks here. The Warlocks are going to win. We are 100% behind the Warlocks. We are full Warlock supporters. Uh, I am not. Sorry. No, no, no I understand no. that. You, you can be on the wrong side of, of, of Warlocks. That's fine. It's not even a matter of being on the wrong <laughs> side of the Warlocks. It's you can't, I, I, you, I can't betray my Hunters as easily as some Titans can betray their Titans. You know, it's just an honor thing. Well, it's more like a loyalty thing than an honor thing. Yeah, both. Both are the case. Whatever. So mm-hmm. if you are if you are searching for any exotics, don't forget the exotic that you don't have. So for the Warlocks, I didn't have my Nothing Manacles. So I went and did a Lost Sector on the day where the arms were up and Nothing Manacles was the, the item that dropped for me because it was one of the things that I didn't have. So if you don't have an exotic like arms, it will give you all the exotic arms that you don't have first, and then it will drop kind of multiple versions of those if you're continually farming them. 
there is a flag outside that tells you what the burns are, what the champions are. Uh, you can select legendary, which is a little bit easier and a little less chance at getting the exotic to drop. Master is a lot harder with more champions, and I believe you have to be near enough 1580 to do it. With I think it's 1580 is the, the setting on it. Uh, and again, you're still not guaranteed to get the exotic at the end. So don't come at me saying, I did a master, I, I struggled all the way through it, I opened the chest, and all I got was one enhancement core, because I can feel your pain. I have done that many a times, and I go, well, where's my exotic? It says it's common. That's not common. It's not there. Common, I, I but not guaranteed. Yeah, I searched all the way around the box. It didn't drop out and just go anywhere else? No. Didn't go to the postmaster. I, I was upset. I shunned that lost sector for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Like, when you complete the whole thing and you get mm-hmm. just you get nothing, basically. No, you get, you get an enhancement core. It's not even a charge. You get, you get one core and you go, I've done a master. Give me yeah. something for doing the master. I killed all your champions. I didn't just rush to the end and open the chest. I killed everything. Everything was decimated. I did it within the time frame. Just... But no, it does happen, unfortunately. Yep. Everything's a slot machine. Yeah, but some slot machines have better loot <laughs> than that. Yep. Come on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still the risk. It's still the chance of getting it. It's just every everything you do is still a slot machine of do I get a thing or not? And then if I do get a thing, is it a thing I care about? Or is it the 90th title I've gotten this week? True. Is it really dropping that often? I I have like 15 of them in my vault and I've deleted probably five or six of them. Like they like we, like like when you look, like every encounter or you get like, like when you turn it when you turn in the metals and stuff it will drop like I've had it drop like six or eight of them at a time when I go yeah. to turn in all my metals. It's just here's a cascade of the titles coming in and I'm going why do I need all these? Can can I can I put them on top of each other to like to build like a better gun out of them? I'll tell you why you need them and why it's <laughs> worth farming them. Because at the end of the day, even if you don't want the weapon, you break it down, you get shards, you get glimmer from it, and you also get reputation towards the gunsmith, which is one of yep. the hardest ones to get. And at the end of that, with the gunsmith, if you rank him up to level 16, you get one of those new bullies that you need for doing weapon crafting, and you get an enhancement golf ball. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's worth breaking things down for the rep alone. Yeah. Rep of the materials. Rep of materials. Just if if you look at it like that, rep of materials. Plus, <laughs> if you do do the Guardian games, you have two sets uh, of torches. Yeah, I said do do. You have two yeah. sets of torches that light up uh, from the, the podium. And you have bronze, silver, gold, and then platinum. And if you do the right side, which I believe is just keep turning in loads and loads of medals, and eventually you'll complete that quest, mm-hmm. that will give you a golf ball on the platinum. And if you do the left side, which is the nightfall scoring side, uh, you get oh, okay. uh, you get an exotic at the end. And I was, I think I was about fifteen fifty eight with my warlock, and it gave me a, a fifteen sixty exotic to drop. So, yeah, that was worth yeah. it for golf balls and exotics at high power. So it's it's not just like a, a regular exotic that you get from a lost sector which will drop at your power it's a powerful exotic which is kind of going back to the days of destiny one where when you did get an exotic to drop it was a powerful drop which is quite. Yeah, i think was... that's one of the things that it's been lacking for quite some time 
yeah, there, there, there are a number of number of exotics I've gotten just in the doing again, like the competitive Guardian Games playlist night nightfall playlist. Yeah, but they've been they've been maybe maybe a a, a light level higher, maybe where I am, but they aren't like they aren't good roles even. They aren't. It's it's I keep eating chess pieces for the warlock, and I'm going. I don't I don't care about these. I've been breaking them down because they're not good roles or high powered. Yeah, it's like exotics are just a commodity. Like give me. Give me a, if you're going to give me one, give me something halfway decent. And I wish if you broke down an exotic, it gave you enhancement cores, like five enhancement cores. Just yeah, but then yeah. the economy would be broken because you would just be pulling out of pulling exotics out of your inventory left and right. Right, but but it'd be nice if they could say like you know where did this come from? If it if it came from a world drop, give me the you know give me something out of it. If it's just if I'm pulling it out of the out of the inventory. Don't give me things out of it. Or if you pull it out from your inventory, it now costs five enhancement cores. So that will stop you from doing that. Ooh, that would be harsh. Why do you pull exotics out of your inventory? Only if you've dismantled one and you just need it for a build and you think, oh, five enhancement cores. That's fine. The, you know, the, the things that you can go and get from Rahul now, just you can pick up five from a couple of shards. But if you were charging people to get it out, because nobody ever gets the exotics out, out of your inventory, unless you were doing something glitchy like that. But if, if it was well drops or if it was the Zer drops that you got, or maybe not even the Zer drops, uh, just well drops, just, yeah. I don't know. There's some way they could work it out to, that you get something more than just reputation at the gunsmith or no. Yeah. Reputation at the gunsmith and a few shards and glimmer. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely it's yeah. It doesn't feel very satisfying. It, it, I mean, it's just you what probably get the same for dismantling five blues, don't you? We're not about talking about guardian games. Even just just I mean, just exotics as a whole don't yeah. feel satisfying. Fair. Yeah, Fair. I mean, guardian games. I think is just. And I said this before we started recording. It feels just like the most like overthought and convoluted event bungee runs. Like yeah. there, there's just so many moving pieces and so many parts and like, you know, all these new playlists they've introduced that they sort of inevitably, inevitably do a poor job explaining to us. Like, you know, yes, there is indeed a recreational playlist called recreational playlist. In addition to all these other playlists that are sitting on top of the tower versus in the Vanguard ops playlist. It's just, there's all these new things. And it's like, you haven't done a great job explaining us, explaining to us what we're going to have or yeah. Like, like the night just broke down Here's all these various chests you get. Like, just, you know, you know, how do I go and get these things, game? How, what do I need to do to earn these chests? You've done a very poor, like, there's all sorts of quests and bars and things, but it's not ever very clear what I need to do to get the loot that I'm trying to, to chase. Yeah. I've played it this week by just going, I'm picking up bounties, I'm picking up contender cards, I'm running an event, I'm going back to the tower to turn them in, I'm picking up a new one and running them again, going, if I just complete this loop enough times, good things will happen. But I don't feel like I understand what I'm doing. It's just sort of rote memory of I know how how D two works. Pick up trinket, go kill man. Pick up new trinket. Yeah, but information that we could kind of get from the data mine stuff last week. But unless you actually play the event and you see, you you can either work it out for yourself, or as you said, watch a YouTube video on how the mechanics work to get the best possible results for the time that you're able to play. Yeah, it's, it is very confusing. And we're still missing 
that on the second page of Eva Levante, there are packages that it says, if you've done this, this, and this, you get this. And mm-hmm. nobody said anything. I mean, I've checked Twitter for any of the different resources that we get each week. There's nothing in there. There was nothing in the TWAB to say this was broken, unlike the title, which was the SMG, that wasn't obtainable for the first couple of days because it was a bug. It wasn't dropping for anybody apart from the first one that you got from completing the quest. It's now raining down on you, but nobody's actually said anything about these packages that are on either second page. It says complete stuff within week one, so it would be nice if they'd come out and said, oh, complete it week one, you'll get it the first week of week two. But nobody seems to have said anything about it. It just seems to be mum on the whole subject. Just nothing. Even the, yeah, like even the even the the fact that you know the drop was broken for the title was sort of known. I'm not even sure like Bungie Help actually ever tweeted it. And then like um, you know, Dirty F and Hippie, the community yeah. manager, at one point was sort of like, "Hey, we're going to increase the drops. You know, increase the drops for you know the next day or a couple of days, whatever, to sort of make up for it." But because I think I saw Cheese Forever say, like, where was this ever actually publicized? Like, where did any official channel ever say this? It's like, unless you're following all of the community managers, like on Twitter, and who knows what, you know, I, I've gave up on trying to follow them on Reddit. But, you know, unless you're following them in like all the places, it's like, you know, you need to tell us when things are broken or fixed. You have these official channels. You have people that run them. Use them. I shouldn't have to have to hope I'm following Dirty F and Hippie and see a reply that, oh, by the way, here's a thing you're doing as opposed to. Bungie help. Tell me what's going on. Tell me it's broken. Tell me it's fixed or point me at a page where I can get this information. Yeah. And I think we discussed this last week. It seems that when DMG goes away on holiday, it all kind of, the communication seems to fall apart. There's nothing from Cosmo this week. There's nothing really from Dirty Effing Hippie this week. Normally DMG is all over it, replying to the community. I mean, apart from me, but he's always posting. (laughs) Apart from you. (laughs) Yeah. I've sent him so many direct messages and he, he doesn't respond to me. I, I don't think he responds to cheese that often either. He doesn't but, love you. You've been blacklisted. No, I think I have. But yeah, I think either somebody's on holiday because like you said, Bungie Help hasn't even tweeted out to say, oh, this has been an issue. That's been an issue. I mean, they've tweeted out other things about uh, Supreme Courts, which they decided to get up on their high horse about, which we're not going to discuss here. They no, took we're the not. Time to and, go and as a matter of fact, that. to stay out of politics before they get Disney. No, no, right? but what I'm saying is they took the time out of their day to post that, which is fine. If they're entitled to their opinion. But when it comes to something in game that is important to know, it would be handy to have them tweet out about that or put a, a screen up. But they, how many times have we seen screens? pop up on oh by the way where this bungee event is happening or uh, you can support this charity event they they can put something up on the screen say oh by the way oops we, we've broken the title you know you'll get more drops of it when we can fix it that those things would be handy to know yeah i mean the most we've got is oh you know, on the four on, on may the fourth bungee bungee help tweeted the title smg will drop randomly with medallion turn-ins the higher the medallion the higher the drop chance and also the Guardian Games playlist will progress deep site to weapons and levels, which they weren't doing before. You know, report things to the help form if you're still having issues. But yeah. never really did they say like, hey, these are broken. It was basically everybody I follow on Twitter, all the people, you know, who play this game and cover it. Basically, the you know, the independent gaming press, all the streamers and whatever, basically saying this isn't dropping past the one you get for, you know, completing the quest or whatever. Like we're not getting 80 titles for anything ever. 
and Bungie never really kind of acknowledged it. I mean, maybe they did somewhere, but again, like we're, we're never like, Hey, this is broken. We're aware of it. It was just sort of like, Oh, Hey, we fixed it and we're going to give you more of them. Well, if you fixed it, then it was broken at some point. That, <laughs> yeah. That, right. That, that, that's, how this, that's how this works. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know, DM, poor GMG trying to take a vacation. Nobody else had the passwords, anything. And now they're like, DMG, we can't run this company without you. Yeah. And we can't do this podcast without discussing this week at Bungie for the 5th of May, 2022. Yo, we're finally there. If you are interested in what they were saying about this US Supreme Court uh, overreturn thing, uh, they've got a full statement and a link in there this week at Bungie. But we're going to skip that because that's not anything to do with Destiny. That's to do with Bungie themselves. So this week at Bungie is the third annual Guardian Games. And welcome back, sports fans. The Guardian Games have commenced and Warlocks have taken the lead. Yeah. This is a three-week competition and it's anyone's game. Tower looks spiffy with lots of decorations and no instructions of what to do and where to go (laughs) when you first get there. No Look at the tower, figure it out, say, why is this lady here in front of the podium? Let's well, talk to I mean, her. They, they, at least, they at least light people up, right? Like usual? Like, hey, this person's no. got to... No? Really? I mean, I, I, I mean, Grandma Stranger Danger was there, but I mean, again, I, I, it could be that I just gloss over it at this point. I think you glossed I just, over. I probably did. I just knew to go talk to her and then, you know, run a strike, come back, talk to Zavala. Run a strike, come back and talk to her. Go run a strike, come back and talk to her. Yeah, but I think that was the thing. With the quest, it just went, go and run something. And you're like, right. Yeah. Just anything. I'll go play wherever I want to play. Does does this work? Does this work? Uh, Or does this one work? And then you kind of just take a a potluck, uh, whatever playlist you went to play, or Lost Sector, or Strike, or raid and it kind of completed and then you go back to the tower and it goes oh speak to zavala he wants you to go and do a thing and that's when you went he said like oh go and play in the strike playlist you're like okay so i've got to go now and go and play on that so yeah i think it was a bit confusing that way even though we covered it last week with go here talk to this person go here talk to that person but we shouldn't have to cover it i think it's the point right Bungie should be covering this but instead they rely way too much on streamers and podcasters to do their job for them you know and speaking of those don't forget they've got the guardian games cup going on uh, they have creators from 14 territories representing their favorite classes and competing for glory in the guardian games who's representing england no the, the, i think jarv's a part of it so he's english my so team he, is houndish jarv and zoe there you go so you can check for, out. We've got a good variety. Yeah, and for Team US, we have Dado, Fallout, and FPS Crystal. Nice, representing their respective classes. So, so they did. They did not forget about IT this time. Well, sort of. <laughs> or, or Latin America. They actually included Latin America too. You know, I don't watch Dado. I'm subscribed to Crystal, but I haven't watched her in a while. Um. So what, you should be what watching are Fallout, their respective hearing. classes? Well, Fallout. Fallout's tricky. Normally he plays a warlock, but he also is on Titan and Hunter a lot. So I don't know what his usual class is. Well, well, well Dado, Dado is is representing Team Punch-A-Bunch, which okay. I don't need to tell you who the Titans are there. Yep. Uh, we have Icarus, Bangers, and Dash is Fallout Play's warlock group. I thought so. And okay, Wolves, yep. Angels, or FPS Crystals Hunter squad. Yep. Okay. And then for gotcha. the, I'm not going to read all these, but for the UK, 
Houndish leads the Paragon Grief team, which is a phenomenal name. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Jarv is, is leading the Warlocks in Wipe for Damage. And Zoe is leading Bulletproof. Okay, that's not what hunters are. Even okay, um, <laughs> all right, okay, so I lied. So I'm going to read one more because this is too good not to. So in France, we have uh, Morgan, Morgan Foren, Morgan, I don't know how to say this name, leading Titan Taper. Uh, Zombies Factory is leading in Warlocks We Trust. And Flapix is leading Cade's Chicken. <laughs> so, so at least, you know the French know what they're doing. So, so if if you're well, if you're the, the Germans, look at go, go the French some love. So, <laughs> right there, freaking Cade's chicken. I love the it. I think the That's the awesome. French the French animal or the the represent that represents them is is a is it a cockerel? So, on point with that. Well, there we go. I believe it is because that, that's what they the badges on their football uh, soccer mm. soccer tops. Sorry. Okay, wouldn't know. Bunchy boys, hey, that is exactly you. What is ANZ? What country is ANZ? I'm sorry. No, no, but seriously, what country is ANZ? I don't know that that abbreviation. T- t- take a take a look at who is not represented here. And there's a space between those two words. Is that Australia? No, that's AUS, right? Australia, New Zealand, I assume they've lumped them into one group. Oh, so I was right. It was Australia. So yeah. they, they they get included, but but also get included with New Zealand. Nice. Fair enough. I like these games. So with Guardian Games, they've opened up the Guardian Games gift shop. Are you interested in buying some gifts, Respawn? No. Well, I think you might change your mind once you see what is available. I'm looking at it. Okay. I, I wish the tankard was bigger. I wish that big, like, over overwrought, ridiculous gold drinking vessel was more than 21 ounces, 600 milliliters. If it, if it were bigger, I would be more interested in it. Okay. Because, I mean, wh- why would you not have your morning coffee in a vessel as glorious as this? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, mean, I love it. I mean, is that all you're talking about, is the tankard and the metals? Yeah, why, why? Why would you not want the tankard? I don't drink. You drink something. Coffee you you, you coffee in there? You put liquid into your body. Yeah, black rifle coffee that you I love mean, so much. Oh my god, I nice just had some root beer in there. But I mean, look, the tankard has hunters on the bottom, and I'm not a fan of that. No. You got but titans the, at the top, which is ass. That, that's where it's, the snakes live. Snakes are ground creatures. I'm sorry that that's how snakes work. And lions now, fly. Yes, on the backs of eagles, obviously. I was just, just, just about to say, obviously the eagles in the middle make no sense, but, uh, you know, well, I mean, lions are, lions are the king of the king of the animal kingdom, so maybe they're using that logic? I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, look, it is kind of fancy, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, you guys know I'm not ostentatious. My, my hunter half the time is, is okay. clouded in all black, hiding in the, in the, in the background, dude. I'm not, I'm not the ostentatious. Plus it's $55. I feel like it's gonna break. Yeah, there's also that. It, yeah. it I, I, I want it not to be like all plastic, but I, I mean, is it plastic? I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard I mean, to tell by looking at how. Okay, so the insert is stainless steel. Okay, mm. and it's ca- oh high quality resin. Ah, I see. Yeah. Uh, so don't, don't, don't drop it too many times. Don't drop it at all, and don't ever put that thing in the dishwasher ever. 
Okay. Well, it says it's dishwasher safe. Oh, I mean, the it says the stainless steel inner is dishwasher safe. Resin oh, outer, okay. not dishwasher safe, bud. Keep reading. I so know. Well, I have the well, same problem. <laughs> well, the store is not good enough for Respawn, 9,000 words was not good enough for Master Rob. Definitely. <laughs> and I contacted Master Rob Hall on this because I said, oh, yeah. look, me and Respawn read through like four hours worth of 12 the other week. We mm. made a pretty good deal of it. And Parody decided and he was going to skip out on us. We even skipped a bunch of we stuff. We didn't skip. We didn't skip. We did we, good well, stuff. We did. You recorded separately, remember? That's something <laughs> Fair you enough. recorded separately. We didn't even read. <laughs> so skipping entire sections because he read that himself <laughs> was still four hours. I knew, so he I, I I knew said, he couldn't resist. I said to Master Rahul, I need something to give to Parody this week. And Hawkslayer to take us through what we've missed or questions from the community. So, yeah, we're going to turn it over to Parody and Hawkslayer to go over the stuff that we've missed, I guess. And I'm going to get some more coffee while they read many numbers. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we're not. We're not reading on the numbers. Read the numbers. Read the people the numbers. So so, so how does flinch work? Flinch resistance directly scales. No, 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 no. You have to do it the other. He he asks you the questions and oh oh oh, oh okay. do it in so, different voices so we know what's happening. Okay, so Hawk Slayer will be the question asker and I will be the answerer. Is that yeah what yeah you're doing here? yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Spice okay. it up, come on. That means he's actually got to bring up the twelve. Come on. This is preparing you for next week, Hawk Slayer. I need you to read every word in the twelve. <laughs> I, I to be honest, I don't think they're going to do an Iron Banner rework TWAB next week. They'll do that like two weeks or a week before the new version of the Iron Banner once we're in the new season. I think mm. the next week will either be 3.0 Solar or Arc next week and possibly uh, talk about the new dungeon, what the new uh, new season's going to be and that's, that's who we're going to be fighting and things like that. So we've got... We, we, we don't care. We just want to hear about Iron Banner. We're not interested that deeply. I know deeply we in like Iron Banner. So, Hawkside, are you ready? Have you got this? You will be asking parody questions, and he will be doing his best bungee impression of giving answers. And then yes, Respawn and I can just jump in and go, Blah! Blah! Jackety schmackety! You're wrong! Okay, there's the twab. Oh, that was last week's twab. <laughs> The 12 for the 5th of May, 2022. This is your audition for taking over next week. You're failing already. Oh, I, I already knew I was going to be failing. Unless he's taking over for Respawn, in which case he's on point. Yeah, he's doing no worse than Respawn ever does. So, I mean, it's a low bar to cross. So, how does flinch resistance work? Well, flinch resistance directly scales the angle your aim moves by when you take damage. So if you have 60% flinch resistance and you'd normally be flinched 10 degrees, now you'd only be flinched by 4 degrees. Now, doesn't Parody sound an awful lot like Parody right now? I, I could have sworn I heard you say he's got to use different voices. The flinch calculation shows one unflinching hand cannon, two unflinching pulse rifle mods, both total a 0.7 flinch multiplier. And now, if you just adjusted your voice a little bit more, you'd almost sound like Optimus Prime. Can we can we go the Optimus Prime? Uh, I, I can do that in post. Don't worry. Okay, yeah. good. We'll fix Excellent. it in post. <laughs> Squirrel. The flinch calculation shows one unflinching hand cannon, two unflinching pulse rifle mods, both total a 0.7 flinch multiplier. 
I mean, okay, respawn. I just gotta say this. How how did you think that uh parody sounded like a southern hick whenever you did his impression? I didn't. I just I, I, I even said unless he cut it out, I can't do a parody. No, you so can't do parody. Do. Yeah, it we, we went with his normal southern hick. There, there, there is a deep understanding southern way of speaking and the mindset one must enter when one wants to speak in the southern mindset would you think the man from the deep south and the swamps of louisiana would understand but he does not i do understand that but you don't sound like that you sound how can i say this without trying to be offensive you oh, sound waiting with jaded too normal <laughs> you know you were just you were the baseline american <laughs> I am the character creation screen when, without choosing any options. I am the yeah, default. You're the default. <laughs> <laughs> you're the default voice. Hey-ya, 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 hey-ya. Uh, uh. I, I am option one on the character creation screen. Default number one, yeah. <laughs> when he did that impression just then, that sounded just like the film from Double Jeopardy, you know, where Ashley Judd goes down to the south to go and find her husband that yeah. she's supposedly murdered. Yeah. He sounded just like that. So in my ears, he's got it right. Yeah, it just depends on what part. That was Georgia. <laughs> that was Georgia Southern. Look, yeah. The film takes place yeah. in New Orleans, and it sounds like he's from there. I don't no, care. I There's tell you, anybody outside the U.S., he just says Southern. Like- there's no, a that is swing in the south. I, I cannot capture. You have Georgia Southern. You have Louisiana Southern. You have Mississippi Southern. You have Arkansas Southern. Even though they're central, don't get on me about this. You have hey, Florida hey, no, Southern. No, we're Southern. Oh, God. Uh-huh. So, so can, can, we, can we continue with this? So we get a moment here, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. Let's get back to this. <laughs> All right. So, parody. You're not parody. You're somebody else. Fox and go. Okay, so what is Scalar? Well, you've missed the part about it being a typo, and yes, it was a typo. I'm sorry about the oh, typo. Oh, oh, fixed oh, it. oh, my bad. That that was a typo that they fixed, so. What was the typo? Explain that to me. I don't understand. What was the typo? Um, uh, I'm guessing the flinch calculation showing one unflinching hand cannon mod. Ah, ah, ah. And two, two unflinching pulse rifle mods. Both total a 0.7 times flinch multiplier. Okay. It says, was this a typo? Yes, it was. So they fix it now. So now it's different. So now the numbers will be slightly different. Okay. So they're just answering the questions from what originally they put in the TWAB all those weeks back when we, we read it for four hours. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This seems to be sort of like the, the Q&A that I'm sure came out of everyone going, well, what do you mean by that? Okay. So on to the next question. What is Scalar? When we say scalar in quotes, we mean a multiplier, such as a 0.65 scalar on flinch will multiply uh, will multiply flinch by 0.65. So when you hear scalar, just say this times that. Okay. I mean, honestly, that makes a lot more sense. Uh, anyways, what are the scalars for some common flinch resistance sources? I'm glad you asked, because if you're running no distractions, it's a 0.65 times. Your Suro Synergy is going to give you a 0.8 times. If you're running one unflinching armor mod, it'll give you 0.75. If you have two unflinching armor mods, you get a mere 0.7 times. And they do clarify this value is used instead of multiplying two of them together, 
So it doesn't sound like you're doubling what you get from unflinching armor mods. They're decreasing it from 0.75 to 0.7, which granted that's, is not That's much, what I was thinking. I, I, wanted, I wanted somebody to go over the math with me, right? It, it's, it's not a big change. is bigger than 0.7. Really, all you need to say is don't bother running two of them. It's not going to get any useful gauge yeah. unless you're running like absolute, unless you're in the math class running absolute, like I need that 0.25 better of this something. You're not going to notice it. But but what I'm asking is, no, if, no, but, if the one by it. itself, I don't know, to clarify, right? One mod gives you 0.75. If you're running two, does each one give you 0.7? Or does having the two of them together give you a combined total of 0.7? No, the, they give you a combined total of 0.7. It says this value is used instead of multiplying them together. So no. So you could use as many as you want. It's not going to help you. But your rally barricade will help you by getting a 0.5 time scaler. If you're running 10 resistance, you'll have a 0.9 scaler. And 100 stability on auto rifles give you a 0.75 times. 100 stability on a sniper rifle gives you a 0.9 scale. So use those numbers as you wish to make sense of something. Add them all together and get a flinch resist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't see any more questions here. There's so many more questions. Keep scrolling. Given? Given the importance... Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> Given the importance for stability for flinch resistance, do you plan on adjusting the stability stat any weapons? We may adjust stability on specific weapons if we see a clear outlier in the future. So no, not right now, but as always, Bungie is looking at it and they'll tweak things if they see someone say, if they see one gun going, hey, everyone, use this one gun because it's less flinchy than the rest of the guns. So if you find that gun... Stay quiet about it and just use it and don't tell anyone. Don't make a YouTube video on it. Tell no one. Yeah, yeah. but how is anybody going to resist it? But you can send us an email so that we can use it. We won't tell nobody, I promise. Keep it yes. secret, keep it safe. Mm-hmm. So, can airborne effectiveness... Uh, or can airborne effective... Blah, 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 blah. Good golly, I'm having a respawn moment. Okay. Can an airborne effective... I can read, all right? Of the three of us, I would consider myself to be the most illiterate. But not you choose not it. to. So, can an airborne effectiveness penalty take you below zero in the stat? No. And they do go on to say, it can't go below zero or over. The same is true of all weapon and character stats. So no. It can't go you're, above 100. Yeah. Your floor is zero. Your, your ceiling is 100. It can't go above or below those ever for anything. They do also say the tiers in the Megatwab were just given examples of performance within ranges. Every point in a weapon stat will count. Although a single point, you as a human being will not really notice it because it's too tiny. Just like our 0.7 and 0.75 example. In most cases, there's a linear progression from 0 to 100, an exception being the accuracy penalty angle on primary weapons, which is linear from 0 to 60, but flat from 60 to 100. So linear, does that mean that it curves? Yeah, it it means it'll be sort of that progression. Yeah, linear means like a straight line, a straight line curvature up, whereas um, 
Uh, Whereas the other one would kind of go at an angle, but slower. No, 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 no. Exponential means it goes faster up the angle. Linear means you got like a straight diagonal going whichever direction. Whereas exponential means that that curve gets sharper as you go up. And what does flat mean? Flattening means it just goes less sharp as you go further down. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's horizontal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so basically 0 to 68 cares more about 60 to 100 it's to be less noticeable. So it's a bit like the way that they they work uh, your stats at the moment. So if you've got from 0 to 50 in resilience, it's a sharper kind of curve to get to that 50. But then from 50 to like 100 resilience, it's a, a slower progression, isn't it, with your cooldowns? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so how does airborne effectiveness interact with accuracy perks? Well, technically, your accuracy perks, like opening a shot, apply to your airborne accuracy cone as before. However, but because accuracy while airborne is generally better than it was before, you'll feel the benefits a little bit less. Okay. Uh, Can you clarify precision aim assist? In this one, they use a graphic for, so this will be... Describe the graphics to me. So when you're grounded and aiming down the sights, the full aim assist cone angle is used to determine whether a shot is a critical shot or a body shot. When you're airborne or you're hip firing, by default, you only get a crit when you're aimed exactly at the head. While airborne, the airborne effectiveness stat grants you some forgiveness in the form of the precision aim cone and they have a graphic. Basically, it's what they were saying before is, you know, if you think back to or if you ever watch any of Fallout shotgun videos with the different circles, Basically, what they're saying is initially, you know, if you're on the ground aiming down your sights, your aim assist cone is going to be bigger and more forgiving, such as if you hit the head or maybe the shoulder or maybe out to the elbow, it's going to count as a crit. It's going to give you that assistance. Like what they said last week, if so, you have a circle, right? Imagine the aim assist on the ground as being a circle. If part of the head falls into this circle based on where you're aiming, you have a chance for that to get a headshot, right, if you're on the ground. Whereas if you jump in the air, that aim assist circle goes away. And even if the head falls within the circle, you're still more likely to get a body shot than you are a headshot because your precision is going to come in more dramatically than it is if you're on the ground. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Uh, Also, another thing, did you guys know that if you use the facepalm or it, or the facepalm emote or another email that covers your hand over your head in Destiny, that it'll actually count as a body shot? If, if somebody gets, tries can to I, get a headshot Can I you. do that while running through a sniper lane? <laughs> yeah. I wish. You can do but... all your teammates run through the sniper lane. <laughs> right? It's yeah, just light at that point. Walk out in the middle of the sniper lane, facepalm, and then keep running. Yeah, so, yeah so, so if you are really interested in, you know, what these cones look like, and, and Bungie, again, does have four example pictures that Respawn has described to you, but if you really want to know, they have four pictures with four keys showing what the aim assist cone looks like, what the precision cone looks like, and how it's affected by whether you're in the air, aiming down sights, etc. Go look at the TWAB. It'll give you more information than we, than we can through theater of the mind through our voices. I'm sure we could pull it off and give people theater of the mind. I'm over here. I'm I'm dancing. I'm dancing. 
Respawn's over there. He's flapping like a bird. A beautiful, beautiful bird. Like a chicken. A flightless bird, as it were. Parody glides in like a warlock, floating with his gold medals around his neck. Missed the ball, trying to grab the ball. Missed the ball, trying to grab the ball. No, that, was, that was a titan, sir. Nova bomb into a wall. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you give more detail on how aim assist is affected while airborne? Well, the term aim assist has two parts. The first is your auto-aim, which is a.k.a. your bullet magnetism or your bullet bending. Where if a target falls inside this cone, your projectile will aim at the target before the effect of the cone accuracy. This applies equally to mouse and keyboard and controller. And then now the other piece of this is your reticle friction or adhesion, which is basically your friction slows down your aim when the target is within the cone, and adhesion can pull your aim to stay on the target while you're aiming. And this is only on for controller. And now this is, you know, again, I'm going to use Fallout as the example because he's done a ton of these. Aim assist is basically, as you fire, the bullet's going to sort of try to aim towards your target. Same thing on mouse and keyboard and controller. Whereas, like, if someone is, you know, strafing through a, a sniper lane, like in response example, on M and K, you're going to have to sort of keep your mouse on that person's head to get that shot more cleanly. With, when you're on the controller, you have a little bit of adhesion, whereas, like, as he runs through that sniper lane, your reticle will sort of stick, you know, not like super like stick to his head, but it'll sort of follow his motion through that sniper lane and sort of try to help your assist in that way because you're on a controller and because you're a little less accurate and precise than you can be with a mouse and keyboard. And that also counts against you as well. Um, because let's say, for example, you've sighted in on some guy that's standing still, whether he's aiming at you, whether he's aiming at somebody else or whatever, and somebody runs behind him or in front of him, your mm -hmm. reticule aim assist will actually pull you off of your initial target to follow the guy that ran across. So, yep. and, and, and you notice, you you definitely notice it in those situations about how aim assist actually kicks in because you're staring at this one guy and then without your consent or control, your reticule follows a guy who just happened to run by. That's the aim assist that he's referring to. The yeah. stickiness, as it were. Yeah, yeah, it's very noticeable in that situation. Or yeah, you're you're ADSing on one person, then someone else runs by, and you, squirrel. Oh, look at that guy. He's over there. Let's shoot at him now, and then you're dead by the time you can re-aim again. Mm. And then it, in the live game, both of these angles are halved while you're airborne. So while you're in the air, all of these things are half. So less aim assist, less stickiness, less adhesion. And now in seven in season seventeen, these cones are still going to be halved as before, and it'll have an additional penalty angle that's subtracted from this depending on what your airborne accuracy stat is. So basically, your base stats are going to be the same as they are when you jump into the air to be half of whatever they are if you were standing on the ground. But it's also then going to take into a f to account this airborne accuracy stat from 0 to 100. And if you're at a 0 stat, your auto-aim is basically roughly half of the cone angle. Your friction adhesion penalty is roughly a quarter of the cone angle. Um, there... In internal playtests, we found that the controller angles were more affected by this penalty and they halved it. H-A-L-V-E-D, halved with an L, not have as in I have something. And if you have 100 stat for both cones, your angle penalty is zero. At the 100% aim assist, 
and the friction cones for most weapons will be the same as they are in the live game. So at the end of the day, if you jump in the air, put stats into aim assist or, or put stats into your airborne accuracy. If you don't um, ignore it and it's going to more or less work the same as it does now. But worse, maybe. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so going on to scavenger perk changes, are all scavenger perk mods disabled in PvP or only special weapon scavenger mods? All of them are disabled. Mm. What a clear answer. So, so there's really just no point in even putting them on if you're playing only PvP. No, there is actually no point in it. And you know what? That's, that's really good um, because... Uh, there's some of those people out there that would put like on a heavy scavenger, right? Wait for someone else to pick up the heavy brick so they can shoot them and then pick it up. And by doing that, they'll actually get more ammo from that brick than had they picked it up from the wall itself. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah. But what I'd also like with that, is it the scavengers come on your boots? Is it that you can, um, uh, believe so. Yeah, scavengers are on your boots. So if they're taking that away, then maybe the the plethora of uh, mods that they've put on the helmet, maybe they should take some of those off, like the ones that generate the orbs of light for getting primary ammo kills or uh, energy weapon kills. Put those on your boots so it gives them more utility. Because I find with my boots, unless I'm putting scavengers on in even PvE, I, I kind of struggle to sometimes fill it up if I've masterworked it. I'm like, I've got like a uh, high energy fire on it, which is four. I've got three in uh, whatever like resilience or recovery going on in, in the first slot. But then the other two slots, there's not too much that I can kind of, apart from scavengers or auto reloading, which I, I, you know, I don't really use. It would be nice to have maybe another option apart from the helmets. You know, as Just far saying. as build crafting goes, I wanted to ask you your opinion on this. Um, so, like you just said, some parts fall on the boots, some parts fall on the helmet, some parts fall on the chest, etc. Right? But you have some light mods that'll go on any piece. Right? The only thing that matters is what element the armor is. You know what I mean? What you mean? I so like you said light mods. What does that mean? Yeah, charge with light. Yeah, those okay. those types of things. Right? You can put that on any armor piece. The only thing that determines whether or not you get to use it is the element, right? Because some of them are void only, some of them are art only, some of them are anything, right? Yeah. It's always driven me nuts that you are limited when it comes to these mods, like the scavengers, like the... the, Those types of mods in that category, they are limited to the armor piece, meaning chest, legs, head, etc., right? Yeah. I can't stand that. You know, if I have slot on a helmet and I have to pick between these mods, I don't want to pick like whether or not I'm, you know, picking up orb or generating orbs. Maybe I want that to be my scavenger mod. You know, that drives me absolutely bananas that we are limited like that. If anything, if they are going to limit us, it should probably be by element like the other things are, because that makes more sense. Right. Because why would a scavenger be on your boots? Right. Are you kicking a box open to get more shit out of it? Yes. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't you? The same reason your holster's on your boots. Because <laughs> that's where you hide your extra ammo in your, in your boots. Have you not <laughs> seen Daniel Day-Lewis in my left foot? He is phenomenal. I mean, have you foot. not seen the Actium? Uh, not the Actium. Uh, the, the War Pig? All your mm-hmm. ammo's on your chest, homeboy. <laughs> and the <laughs> extra bad. goes into the boots, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yes. Yeah, but, well, you know, yeah, but I definitely agree. Because like, without the scavengers being a thing, you're left with the holsters or invigoration or absolution the aka yeah. the pick up an orb of power to do something or whatever yeah. seasonal mod and even the but seasonal mods right orb of power or both <laughs> scavengers so or well generation of some kind you know yeah i mean honestly it'd be nice to move like the champion things from the from the greaves or from the gauntlets to the boots like move them down to the boots and let me put my you know unstoppables my anti-barriers on the boots because I, yeah. I, I i'm sort of with 90 but i don't think about the boots even when i play pve I, I I'm using that first slot and the last slot, but those two middle slots for for the scavengers and holsters, I largely don't think about, which yeah, is exactly. maybe a personal failing. But it's like they aren't interesting. And, and, you know, everything goes into your everything goes into your arms, and nothing goes into the boots. Like and what? your helmet, you your arms, your helmet, and your there. chest piece, and your and your yeah. and your class item. Right, so your class item usually has the most expensive think, seasonal overall, crap on it. What we're, what we're asking for is a bit more custom customization. Or yeah, if you're going to let us build customize, craft, yeah. let us build, build craft. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or, or or even just rebalancing out where things are. Yeah. Like put, you know, you know, you you have so many things in in the arms, especially if champions are going to be in the game. That's that's a deal breaker. You have to have champion mods to deal with them. Mm, uh, I don't have to make those choices or- between this and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. one thing that's going to be interesting because at the moment we have the dungeon where if you do the master version of it, you get the armor to drop that gives you the extra mod slot. I yeah. wonder if next season, because we're getting another dungeon and that'll be the the featured dungeon, won't it, for that for the Witch Queen, I guess. So the other one would be retired, so you won't be able to get pinnacles from it, but you'll still be able to get the armor and other stuff. Yeah, you can get it. the armor, yeah. Yeah, so the new one, do you think the new one would also drop this new armor that has the extra mod slot as well? It would have to. I mean, well, they've started to. a trend. Well, they, started they've a trend. started a trend, so they would yeah, have that, to continue doesn't, the trend. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Just because they've done it once doesn't mean they're... I mean, I would hope so, but... Yeah, I mean, they should, though. <laughs> is the this, is, this is Bungie. There's, oh, yeah, should and do. There are two very different things in Bungie land. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah, so, and if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, like just unlock it on every piece of armor, you just can't have that same mod on two different pieces. Sorry. Like if you have scavenger on the boots, you can't have it also on the helmet at the same time. But yeah. if you put it on the helmet, you can't put it on the boots at the same time. That that way you can limit it or whatever, right? But if you're gonna let us build craft, by damn, let us build craft. I'm sorry, I'm done. Mike's going away. There. Don't lie. It is. <laughs> yeah, we're here now. Theater of the mind. Probably just getting a snack or something. Shut up! <laughs> Sunflower seeds. It doesn't count. It's a snack. So, with disabling ammo scavenger mods in PvP, are you trying to bring back the double primary meta? They say no. We do want running double primaries to be more viable. But we want there to be fewer one-hit kills in PvP, but we don't want to eliminate them entirely. So there's your wishiest, washiest answer of no, but also kind of yes. They, they do say you will still spawn with two rounds of special ammo or equivalent and still pick up ammo bricks, but you shouldn't be able to use special weapons like they're a primary. 
One interesting side effect of this indirect buff to the strategy of running double primaries will be to starve your opponents of special ammo drops. And honestly, that's something I've been doing for a while. Yeah. Right? Is I've been running double primary, especially in things in threes or trials. I'm going, I know you're going to kill me. I don't want to give you the joy of getting special ammo when you do. Yeah. And not just that, but even this right here, there's a workaround. Was it AZ guys that posted that video where he was just a, whole, a, whole a Mark 19 behind a behind a barricade? He had, he had the fighting line behind a barricade and was just thunk, reload, thunk, reload, thunk, reload. Fighting thunk, line reload. is primary ammo. I know. That's what I'm saying. So this is a special weapon that uses primary ammo if you don't want to run technically double primary. And he just stood behind a barricade wall and became a grenade turret in trials. And the, the stupid thing is, is it was working. I'm like, oh my God. No, no. The stupid thing is that they kept running into it. That right. too, yeah. They kept, they kept peeking. That's what like, they went You can't wrong. possibly have this many grenades. Ha <laughs> ha! You're wrong, boy! <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. There's a way around that. So, are the special weapon... Or are, are the special ammo weapon effectiveness and ammo changes enough to reduce their dominance in PvP? Nope. Short-range primary weapons will have more sidearms and SMGs. They can better compete with shotguns, for example. We've pushed the current PvP ammo system as far as we can with this change. If this doesn't move the needle, we'll look at redesigning the PvP ammo economy entirely, which will be a much longer-term change. So they say no, but really... Yes, because I don't think your sidearm is going to take down your shotgun rusher. Thank you, Parody. I was just like, how the hell is a sidearm and an SMG going to complete with a one-shot aping shotgunner? It's I not. Mean, I mean, now with less ammo, you'll have a chance to compete because they can not, no longer use that shotgun the entire But, yeah. Again, it, it seems optimistic. Uh-huh. Very much so. So with scavenger messenger with scavenger mods disabled in PvP, there's little competition for leg mod slots. What's the plan from this point on? We're keeping this in mind for future updates, but for now, we recommend you run holster mods. So there's Bungie's answer. To that, Bungie. Go run holster mods. That's, that's all. Oh, you because that's your only choice. Yeah, right. <laughs> really, as or, we just said, holster mods are nothing. So other changes. Will playlist weapons have a foundry get both the foundry and playlist origin perks? Yes. New drops of playlist weapons that are from a foundry will have both the playlist and the foundry perks like they do now, which is awesome because I like that. Yeah, that's fun. So uh, what do the changes to snapshot sites mean? Numbers. Snapshot sites works by multiplying your ADS sites animation duration by 0.5, which you could frame as making it twice as fast. On special weapons, it will now scale this duration by 0.75, making it 50% faster instead. So snapshot sites works by making your animation. That's what I took from that. And it does say note that we frame this as being completely offset by the sniper ADS duration changes, but this was incorrect. While sniper rifles will be snappier across the board, a sniper rifle with snapshot sights will be a little slower to aim down the sights than before. So it's not going to be a little slower across the board, but it'll be a little slower than you're used to. So if you've got your, your um, snapshot sight, sniper rifle, maybe practice once the change hits and uh, you know get used to that slight delay you're going to see. 
So, does the lightweight pulse rifle damage buff apply to the BXR-55 Battler pulse rifle, aka the Halo Battle Rifle? Yes, the lightweight pulse rifle buff does apply, and to any exotic weapons that share that rate of fire. Woohoo! That's nice. That's really nice. Is Retraced Path getting the Trace Rifle buff as well? Yes. I, I, I just love how concise that answer is. Just yes. <laughs> no cones, no math to do, just yes. So, are slug shotguns also getting the pellet shotgun nerfs? So your slug shotguns receive the damage falloff and aim assist falloff changes, but they don't have the spread angle, but are treated like special weapons and will have an airborne accuracy penalty. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so does this mean that Bungie's trying to get people to not be airborne and jumping through everything or are they trying to get more action on ground or what's going on here they're just saying you can do it but you're going to have to spec into it just they're they're just increasing the things you need to sort of balance out you can do this but you're going to need to spec into it just like all the changes with the supers all the supers used to charge the same now they're saying, well, you're going to have to spec into one thing or another if you want you know, this more powerful super up. They're, they're trying to bring some level of balance versus just everything is, is equal when it is very much not. Okay, so essentially people are, or Bungie's trying to get everybody to specialize into their specific play style rather than just having a broad play style spec. Yeah, th think of Destiny 2 as being... You know, the, the, the scales of justice with, with looter shooter on one side and RPG on the other side, we're, 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 slight, we're tilting ever so slightly toward RPG again. We're just, again, we're not going full RPG. We're just, you know, so, someone's put a, a little, couple extra grains of sand on the RPG side. So they're going, we're going to have stats. We're, we may even show you the stats. We want you to think about these stats and pretend they're real. So that's all. We're, we're inching toward RPG land again. Eh, for now. I mean, that's where they've been going the last couple of seasons. Just, you know, as much as they, they make wild changes to like, you know, weapon nerfs and buffs, they've been very slow and incremental sort of toward the move from looter shooter to RPG. Just, just inching us there ever so much. Slowly but surely. Uh, so are there any changes to aggressive, AKA spread fusion rifles? Nope. They are not affected by they are not affected by any of the fusion rifle tuning. Huh. Well, I wonder how that's going to, to uh, relate with the current crucible meta. Meaning what? Uh, Linears yeah. are pretty good right now, dude. You can still map people with two of the two of the high impact linears. What? So, so what is what is an aggressive fusion rifle? What's an example of that? High impact. I think right. Are aggressive and high impact the same? I'm asking because I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think they are, but I'm double checking in a second. I mean, you know, they're, they're going to have, uh, they're going to be hurt by the special ammo nerf in PvP to start with. Um, I'm not getting aggressive frame at all for fusion. That must mean high impact because aggressive frame was only popping up with like. Snipers, some machine guns, and some hand cannons. Change to aggressive, aka spread fusion rifles. All fusion rifles are spread. 
Right. Except for yeah. So oh, no, here um, we go. Here we go. Here we go. An aggressive frame is a high impact. Yeah, ninety-five impact. Yeah. There you go. Huh. All right. So so what's what's our high impact? Fusion. Uh, Coriolis Force is the only one that's aggressive and high impact. That's it. All the other ones are just high impact, but this one is aggressive and high impact. So only the Coriolis Force, as far as I can tell. All right. So um, yeah, if you're excited about your your you. Know, yeah, if you're using those fusion rifles, they're not affected. Uh, you get to figure out which ones they are if it's more than that one. Do all SMG benefits from the damage falloff increase? Yes. So, do all SMGs with lower than 14 zoom now have 14? No, only those listed in the 12 have been raised to 14. So if it wasn't okay, listed in so the 12, now- then no. What happened to the full auto setting? So they've mentioned that it's coming into season following the Witch Queen launch. It won't make it into season 17 or 18, but they're looking at it for season 19. <laughs> so until then... So at least two more years. <laughs> no, no, just 17's next season, 18's, 18's after that. In the next six months. These are only six months. Each season's only, yeah. well, each season yeah. is usually three months unless it gets put. So, you know... We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so for the next two seasons, you still use your full auto mod that you have today. So the setting is coming in season 19, hopefully. And until then, slot the mod into things. So probably around Christmas time. So are the numbers in the fusion rifle setting correct? And what does it mean for a charge time masterwork? Here you go, Nightteven. So yes, to clarify a bit, these are how much damage falloff near distance is reduced compared to the current 0 and 100% ranges. So yes, the damage falloff for a 0 range was reduced by more than the damage falloff for the 100 range. So they have some examples where your your damage falloff near distance is negative 2 meters at 0 range and 2.7 meters when you're ADSing with a 15 zoom stat. And you get 1.3 less meters in 100 range, 2.275 meters when ADSing with a 15 zoom stat. So, yes, the damage per burst, uh, the damage per burst of a charge time masterwork with each subfamily compared to the base is your high impacts are going to do five less damage per burst. Your precisions give you five less. Uh, so basically, every every bit of damage per burst for, of a charge time master masterwork is going to do five less damage than it did before based on the base damage. That's ridiculous, though. That I don't agree with that. Just you never because, agree with any of it. No, listen, guys. No, because listen, the whole point of the charge time is so that you can get your bolts downrange faster. You shouldn't have a damage penalty because of that. Because they come out yeah, it, it doesn't matter though, man. That 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 is ignorant, right there. Oh, you're shooting faster, therefore well, we have to. It's not ignorant. They've obviously worked hard on doing all these different changes, and there's obviously you know good reasons why. They worked hard on a lot of different changes. It doesn't mean they're necessarily good changes. I didn't Steven. say good. You know, I, this is, I don't think this is a good change. You you're being penalized for shooting faster. That I've always hated that on the on the auto rifles that do that on the submachine guns that do that. I've always hated that when you shoot faster, but if your you, damage is lower. If you go back the to what they are said, still coming out at the same speed. But if you dude, go back to what they said at the beginning, is that they don't want things to be one-shotting people in PvP. So that's why they're taking these down. 
the idea is you either do this as the first shot and then you finish them off with your primary or you do primary damage and you finish them off with this. If that were the case, it would have lowered the damage overall, not just for the charge time masterwork, dude. This is just for charge time. How how many how many hit points does a guardian have in PvP? Two hundred. Uh, that's max. Two hundred. No, I think one one ninety yeah. is max. I think. Okay. Well. Well. Either way, all of these are well above two hundred. So, if you're hitting them, it's a moot point. Your yeah, your your, your lowest damage is your rapid fire frame at two hundred forty damage. Your highest is your high impact at three hundred twenty five damage. So it doesn't sound like that's going to help us at all. If you're hitting every hitting somebody with a burst of everything. With your charge time masterwork, they're still dead. I'm not just talking. I'm not just talking about PvP though. They didn't specify that this was PvP. Yeah, this is PvP stuff. Okay, so then that raises the second point. What's the point? (laughs) If it's still gonna one shot them, right? Yeah, yeah, but 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 you have to be closer to do it. It's still gonna do damage, but you have to be like two or three meters closer. Yeah, only with the charge time masterwork. This yes. But the, the reason why they're specifically saying masterwork is because when the masterworks first happened, and I believe this is the same with the, the charge time masterwork, when you masterworked it for like plus 10, it would then decrease something else on the fusion rifles, which then they took that off and said that shouldn't affect, uh, I think it was something like the, the range or something on there or the, the damage on it. But then they've obviously found that they need to pull it back in slightly the only because they took be they the took accurate. off the negative look i know this is i know this is a fantasy game i get that but the marine in me hates this right the only thing when you fire a fat when you fire a weapon faster the only thing that suffers is your accuracy right in real life that, that that's what that does that's why in the marine corps our weapons are only single fire or three round burst because if you have it full auto you're most likely not going to hit what you're shooting at because your accuracy goes out the window Right, so the only thing that this should affect it shouldn't affect damage at all. Terrible marines parody. It should affect. Oh, oh, the absolute worst. I mean, I'm a pretty good Halo marine, but we see what happens to them. So, (laughs) but (laughs) I hate how it affects damage. Accuracy, I can understand that. Damage, that makes no sense. The bolts are still coming out. It's the same bolts. They're coming out at the same speed, meaning they're shooting more of them faster, but the speed at which it's exiting the barrel is the same, right? So that makes no sense at all why you should lose damage just because you increase your rate of fire. I would posit that um, this weapon doesn't really exist, so it doesn't matter. It's a boot point. It's a video game. Yeah, no, I get that, though. But it just, from from the common yeah. sense point of view, it doesn't make any sense, you know? <laughs> there's nothing common sense about this game. Come on now. Fine. No, there's you're, no, you're, you're looking for common sense and PvP weapon balancing? Stop I'm trying to! I don't think this is going to affect you anyway. No, no it really isn't. It's going to affect next to no one. <sighs> Whatever. Continue. Sidearm changes, etc. Yeah. Well, why are there no sidearm changes? Because sidearms are stupid and no one should use them. No. Thank you! <laughs> um, Bungie B says because sidearms are a niche pick, are a niche pick and when, but when they're used by the players who favor them, they are extremely strong. We want to see how the reduction in effective range in shotguns and fusion rifles affects their strength before making any changes. So basically, they want to try to make room for sidearms to be a thing and see if, you know, give it a little bit of room to breathe, they become a thing or not. I think Mike is the only person that actually uses sidearms. 
Because he's a spaz. Well, there, there are a couple people out there who use the Devil's Ruin great effect. Well, they're using the, the fusion rifle aspect to great effect, not necessarily the the sidearm. You know what I mean? Because the fusion rifle part of that, yeah, it, no, it's deadly. But we're just talking about, like, straight sidearm. You know what I mean? It's just not a... It's just meh. Just, just meh. And what's the other one? What's the... What's the... The other sidearm that we have that does uh, freezing damage? The one that I'm not going to pretend to pronounce, but it has a 77k on the end of it? Yeah. Okay. And that one's got like a like a fusion rifle aspect on it too. Cry- it? Cryosthesia. Yeah. Yeah, that nonsense. See, you pronounce it just fine. Yeah. yeah, I had to look it up. I thought it was more convoluted than that. <laughs> All right, so auto rifle changes. Let's go. So, why did the summoner only come back? Oh no, n- never mind. Wrong one. Uh, why did the auto change in somewhat small? But will it do more, or will it do anything? I mean, combined with the zoom scaler, this change is larger than it sounds. But we plan to look at primary weapon balance in Season 18, auto rifles included. So, eh, maybe it'll do some some good, maybe not. They're still auto rifles. They're about the same. Yeah, I mean... It sounds like they're just they're punting are... it till Season 18 until they do a big weapon re- What was the auto rifle change? I guess it doesn't matter. You'd have to go back and look. I, I, yeah. I, I remember, the last one I remember is they added, like... Bullet, but that may have been before the Mega 12. I don't remember. Did they like increase the range or increase damage fall off or something like that? I don't know. Something like that. Uh, uh, the Summoner. So why did the Summoner only come back for two seasons? Because you've been naughty and don't deserve nice things. <laughs> uh, Bungie says, we were only adding one new weapon and one new weapon and removing two old weapons from the trial loop pool each season, but we felt like only one brand new trials weapon per season wasn't enough. Now that they're doing two new Trials weapons a season, we'd rather the pool contain mostly the newer weapons. Which seems mm. like a non-answer. Yet that sniper rifle always seems to be there. Anybody notice that? Nobody, no one wants a yeah. sniper rifle. They can put it there and it'll, it'll grow dusty with age. That's what I'm saying, though. That sniper rifle's always there, but yet the shotgun cycles in and out, the auto rifle cycles in and out. It seems like only the ones people want are the ones that cycle in and out. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, they've only done, what, two refreshes since they announced doing this, so they haven't had time to cycle everything in and out? Yeah, I mean... I mean, also the Pulse Rifle as well. And, and one of them was a six-month season, so it felt like they were there forever. I guess I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would stop interrupting me oh, uh, through this by now. Yeah, I mean... I'm adding... I'm not interrupting just to, like, talk a talk. I'm, <laughs> I'm coming up with points, you know? Damn, bro. Yeah, I, I think you need another cup of coffee. I've had three. <laughs> <laughs> they just haven't hit. So Trace Rifle and, and Machine Guns are both getting buffed. What does this suggest in future anti-champion wad, or anti-champion mods? No comment. <laughs> Take a drink. So I'm not gonna cheers. I'm not gonna say you know go farm yourself some trace rifles and machine guns, but uh, there's a chance. God, I want machine guns to be a thing so bad. Oh, that was such a fun meta. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really wanting machine guns to come back. I hope so, man. I hope they out damage rockets, man. Because you know what? To me personally, and I'm guessing to you too, parody, Mister. You know, Warpig with a freaking uh, sweet business. 
nothing to me felt better than having a boss DPS phase where you just sat there, you put, you, you ADS the boss, and you just held down the trigger of that freaking machine gun. Just, ah! Gave you the good old Rambo feeling while the while the health bar is just taken down, man. That was a great feeling. So good. So, uh, let's check out the exotic weapons. Is Vex Missile Class a fusion rifle whenever it comes to airborne effectiveness? And what's its stat? So its airborne effectiveness stat is going to be 19, and it's treated as an auto-rifle for translating the stability stat into the flinch resistance and how its airborne stat is translated. So basically they see it as an auto-rifle in this case. So even though it's labeled as a fusion rifle, it's considered an auto-rifle. I mean understandable but as far as airborne accuracy yeah which kind of makes sense because you're sort of firing like an auto rifle yeah i think that i think bungie just weaseled out of it though i mean you're spraying and praying when you're jumping in the air with that thing (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, but i mean like like if you take a fusion rifle you're gonna jump you know you you take the toaster you're gonna jump in the air line up the shot and shoot it Vex, you're going to jump in the air and just spray in the direction of where the thing you saw moved. Sorry, sorry. I need you to back up a little bit. Did you say, with the toaster, you line up your shot? More or less, yeah. I mean, you're you're pointing, you're pointing, shooting in the direction of the thing you want to be dead. Yeah, I mean, anything on that side of the map is going to have tracking on it. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what about the wave splitter? Hold, hold on a sec. Waves, wave splitter's functionality changed late in development, and the twa description was not entirely accurate. So the wave splitter's variable damage while firing was not removed. This weapon's damage behaves identically to how it was before its release, i.e. Oh. the changes while firing. So the changes to the orb max charge time are still accurate, and it does suppress while in the orb-derived high power state. Oh, so they did do what Neil Demon was talking about. Because they were talking about how it's the medium variable only now, and for you to go to the high one, you have to pick up an orb. That's how they described it. But if it's still got the whole high-low-medium, then that's, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Okay. So... Is the risk runner staying at 13 zoom? And what about the Austria Striga? Yes, risk runner is staying at 13 zoom. And the Austria Striga has a unique setup for damage and aim assist fall off, which is less affected by its zoom stat. But no, its zoom stat is not changing. So whatever it is now, it's going to stay there. Because it has tracking. I mean, that, the, its its bullets have tracking on it, whereas a normal submachine does what not. What is the Austria Striga's zoom at? It, uh, so its zoom is 13. So it has the same zoom as Risk Runner, but it's different in, you know, like not even like Respawn said, because it's a, it does fancy things. Tracking and poison and all the good stuff. And increased magazine size. It's its its own thing. Yeah, it's angry in its own way. Oh, yeah. When you learn how to use that poison, oh, it gets so much angrier. And is the Lumina included in the damage buff reduction? Yes. The Lumina Noble Rounds and Boots of the Assembler Seekers will now grant 15% damage in PvP, down from 20%, but the original value of 35% in PvE. So yeah, your, your Lumina Noble Rounds, your Assembler Seekers, do now 5% less damage in PvP and the same damage in PvE. That makes sense, though, because 
you know, for the if you saw the videos of the YouTubers, they were eating face with that gun. So that's necessary. Oh, oh, and I, I just realized I forgot to say the damage buff is also used by the Sun Warrior, which is part of why the lower life splendor helmet is so strong. But it wasn't mentioned in the Megatwa because that issue is being addressed in another way. <laughs> Sad face emoji. Yep. Probably with Solar 3.0 yeah, rework. Guessing, guessing. That's just Bungie's way of saying, hold up, or we're about to take care of this, but only whenever it least conveniences you the most. We're punting it till next season. Is the Monarch affected by Necrotic Grip? So the Le Monarch is not a weapon of sorrow and is not going to become one. The only weapons of sorrow that count are Thorn and Osteostriga. Which is nice, yeah, because I've heard your you know your conversation and others who have said what technically are weapons of sorrow and are not. So Thorn and Osteostriga are the only two in the game right now. There are more overall, but those are the only two we have in Destiny 2 right now, today. So technically it is a weapon of sorrow because it's sorry that it missed out on being a weapon of sorrow. Mm-hmm. That is the worst damn dad joke you've ever made. You ought to <laughs> like <laughs> It's the weapon of sadness. It sits in the corner with the rain falling on it, crying in the corner. Does the Lawrence driver also apply to Arbalest? No, but they're going to look at both of those in the future. Probably in the weaponry work they mentioned above. Uh, Demon, didn't we discuss it last week? Lomonarch was changed from burn to poison, not poison to burn, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, okay, it, good. It was changed from one, well, no, it was changed from burn to poison, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, because somebody in the chat is saying it was changed from poison to burn. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was the opposite. I was just double checking. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought it was a burn thing, but they said they underlined it and said it's definitely a poison thing now. Or it will be next season. Okay, this is actually interesting. Are Devil's Ruin and Fighting Lion being monitored for being unique for their own ammo economy while dancing with primary slash special lion? So they're expecting both of these to be stronger in the Season 17 weapon sandbox, but not so strong that they'll dominate. But they are standing ready to make adjustments if needed. They've both acquired tastes, I'm sorry, they are both acquired tastes while whose strengths can be exploited by every player. So yeah, like we said before, they are in that weird, very powerful primary slot. So Bungie's not going to touch them until they become super powerful. So if you are super powerful with them, don't tell anyone and you'll be fine. Yeah, just continue melting faces off and blasting butts into the next season. Anyways, how does the Eyes of Tomorrow's buff work? Well, first off, it's going to stop exploding right in front of your face when you shoot it. Second, it's a straight up 1.3 times damage scale on the current damage values against bosses and champions. Oh, yeah. Now, note that the Adaptive Ordnance perk does not expire, so you could potentially get a bunch of Eyes of Tomorrow kills, pick up more heavy ammo, and go into a boss fight with that damage buff. And just to clarify a little more, Every legendary weapon and every exotic weapon can have its own custom scaler against each tier of enemy, aka minor, major, champion, mini boss, boss, or vehicle, which they do touch occasionally if needed. So, damage values versus players are the base damage values in almost all cases. We typically scale the damage up or down in PvE as needed. So, that's their way of saying of 
you know, they can touch all of these. So just because one weapon has a certain, you know, damage scaler against something doesn't mean it's going to be the same against every type of enemy in the game. So again, just yeah. more levers and bu- buttons and switches they can pull and tweak to see if something is super powerful or super weak against minors or majors or something. They can they can tweak those numbers. Now, this change has already happened or no? No. These are all things these are all things coming next season. This is basically the addendum. Okay, for the Mega 12, gotcha. Yeah. Th- these are all changes coming in the next season. Yeah, I mean, if if all if this right here if the Eyes of Tomorrow by itself is getting a damage bump like this, this alone tells me that most likely machine guns are not going to be meta next season, which does make me a little sad, but Eyes of Tomorrow, I've really been looking for this to be a meta for a long time. <laughs> but yeah, next season, the, 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 the machine guns are getting that buff, and they are giving you a machine gun before we go into next season as well. With the what Nah. And, and that's going to be our ritual weapon next season is a machine gun. So yeah. intent use cool. machine guns. Exactly. As long as it actually does boss damage. It's a parody. Respawn. Hawkslam. We're going to get Hawkslam. pretty borders. Yeah. Pretty borders. Ooh, I love pretty borders. Because previously cool. on the TWAB, Bungie spoke about some quality of life changes for weapon crafting. And they've already increased the element cap from 250 to 1,000 and the neutral Yo! element cap from 850,000 to 10,000. 8,500. Sorry? Not 8,500, oh, 8, not 8,500. From 8,500 to 10,000. And in go. season 17, they are still planning to remove the ruinous, adult, mutated, drowned, and energetic elements. Love it. Which is why I've not okay. been playing any of those every time I turn in a red frame weapon because there's no point. Right. You only need neutral elements. So when you get a red frame weapon, just pull out the neutral elements. If you're a cap, that's it. You're done. You've, you've farmed enough for next season. Don't worry about it from here on out. One other feedback items that they see cropping up a bit is the desire to masterwork your crafted weapon. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that defeats the point because they're not masterwork because they built it already in. But if only to get those shiny gold borders that let you know that the weapon is special. I need that. I need Are that you special? Life. Do you have special weapons? I do. Well, yeah, starting I, in Season 17, you're going to be special along with your weapon. Yay! Yay. How are we going to be special? To, you will have the ability to achieve the masterworked look for your crafted weapon. <gasps> so it'll look like it's masterworked. So in the grand scheme of things, of you making your vault look the same with all the masterworked weapons, right. it'll take on the same aesthetic. But how do we make that happen, Night Demon? Because obviously we can't master. You have to jump through many hoops. You, Dude. as a Titan this season, probably a Titan next season, I'm will have to jump through many hoops. <laughs> how do you make it? <laughs> how do you even give it the damn gold border? You will need to have an enhanced intrinsic perk and two enhanced trait perks. So basically, what I've got now, I'm, oh. I'm golden. Yeah, same. Yeah. And will be next season. I'm I'm happy about that because again, that's how I keep track of my multiple different weapons. I I want to know which ones are which ones are masterworked, so I know if I have six copies of something, which one is the one I care about. And yes, I know the craft ones have the little like you know dots in the lower left hand corner, uh-huh. but I, but I find those hard to see. They don't look yeah, pretty. they don't look as pretty, and and those aren't as easily at a glance to go. Oh, this is the you know. Yeah. version of the peace of mind I need other than the six other peace of minds I have sitting over here in the corner. 
And don't worry, crafted exotics will require a catalyst to be inserted to get the nice cold border, which yeah. is what they get now anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, just adding the cold borders. Good job. That's all I wanted in my life. Now, did you guys get your email this week and vote? I, I did not did. get any email. I did especially about trials. And I understood the voting process this time and was Good. less of a dummy. So which picture did you click on? The one that won. Oh, well, there you go, then. Yeah, Jimmy. So, I, 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 I helped. One for mm-hmm. the, the voting for the Trials of Osiris map this weekend. I, I helped the 44% versus the 36 for Vostok or 20% for Fragment. That's still pretty close. I did not vote on this one. I didn't either. I didn't hold on, wait, now. wait, hold on, wait. 44 plus 36. I mean, I mean really, the, the answer is none of the but the freelance is up this weekend. So I was like, if I have to go on freelance and it's a summoner, and maybe possibly get, yeah. <gasps> and maybe, Oh yeah. Well that, that I have no chance of, of just, yeah, I, I, I don't believe that's going to happen unless someone wants to carry me, but no, at no, least I can go happen. earn. What are you talking about? You can get it. You can get it. It can happen. Yeah. I lucked my way to the lighthouse last season. You right. can also I, luck your you way. You don't even need right. to go to the lighthouse to get it, dude. Unless you're trying to get the, the, you know, I mean, I mean, I have two or three I'm pretty happy with now, but I I would not mind the depth one. But yeah, no, I mean, I I've gotten to five wins just lucky my way in. So I know it's fe- technically possible, mm-hmm. but I am not a good enough player once we get to game six and seven to be oh, no. an asset to my well, team. You don't need to be because people like Astacross, they they on purpose go into free freelance. So maybe you can get Astacross or ZK right. Mushroom or some of these oh. other guys to help you out. No, they're all on PC, so that's not going to help me. So I, I, I have to find some Xbox people who are going to go into the f- and, and try to help me out. It can happen. I lucked yeah. my way. I was absolute trash the last two games that I played, and I really thought I was going to lose it, and the other two just really pulled it out of the bag for me. I'm I'm not ashamed to admit that. I rode on other people's coattails to and get to the White House. And yet you didn't even shout them out. You are a terrible person. They were different mm-hmm. people each rounds because it was so low. Uh, yeah, that's only four same. people, though. You can't remember four people? Really? I could. And I'm sure wow. I did. I'm sure I did shout them out at the time. Yeah, wow. I'm sure you did at the time. Whatever week you went for is however many weeks ago that was. <laughs> yeah. It was last season. Yeah, last season, yeah. 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 A long, long time ago in a galaxy far. Just like every couple of months, I'll see Disclosure with a Y in the town. He's who took me to my flawless early on because I won an early... I was in his stream and won a raffle, you know, randomly one morning at like 6 a.m. or something. I'll look at him and go, oh, yeah, that's the man who took me flawless, who I was semi-useless at. That's all I'm here. Uh, my, my role is basically to, to, to keep the other two alive and try to res them. That's my job. <laughs> when we go into trials. Yeah. That's about uh, it. Yeah. I am the support. I, I am the, uh, the meat shield. I am the bullet sponge. Yeah, I will protect you for all of the two seconds it takes me to get killed. Yeah, yeah, that, that's my job is, is trying to raise my teammates and try to not get sniped out of lanes. That's really my only two jobs. Mm-hmm. I will well, absolutely also shoot at the enemy team, but I'm not saying I will do much good. Well, normally your other job is to, to talk about player support reports. But since you've been talking so much, I guess we'll turn things over to our analysts on the player support team with important and unbiased updates on the state of the game. This is their report. Ha, tricked you. It's a link. Anyway, Guardian Games. Uh, Players who encounter issues while participating in Guardian Games should report to our help forum with a description of the issue, 
where it occurred, and provide videos or screenshots when available, ooh, ooh. your social security number, your firstborn, your sir, address, sir, any credit sir. card numbers you may or may not have on file. I'm just going to the help forms. I, I just need your help in filling in this form. Uh, the issue that is occurring <laughs> at this point in time oh. is that the fact that the Warlocks are winning day four and not the Hunters. I'm filling that it is, in on your behalf. That is, that is accurate. Yes. Um, but, yeah. but the player support team officially endorses the Warlocks. Don't tell the community team. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that aside, we have something called the Contender's Boon. Contender's Boons, earned by participating in the Guardian Games playlist, can drop only up to the gold level. Platinum Boons do not exist and cannot be earned even if a Platinum score threshold is reached. Why? That Why? seems to be intended behavior. Why Bungie? Uh, Why? Why no Platinum Boon? Uh, shoot to score quest clarification. Step one of this pursuit will complete automatically when the Guardian Games competitive playlist unlocks. After the completion of step one, the remaining steps of shoot, the shoot to score quest can only be progressed by reaching certain score thresholds in the Guardian Games competitive playlist. Now, what are these thresholds? We're not going to tell you. Instead, we'll tell you that this playlist is available each week from Friday Reset to Tuesday Reset. Ta-da! They do you tell you. They do tell nothing. you in the game. They do tell you in the game what the thresholds are. Okay. Well, I mean, the they're quest, bringing it up the here. They does, should does. tell you here, but okay. Well, no, this is one of the few places in the game they actually say, "Here's your bronze, silver thresholds. Here's here are the points you need to earn these thresholds." Gotcha. It's not often, there, but every now and again. Etheric spiral depreciation. With the start of Season 17, Etheric Spirals will be depreciated and no longer available to exchange for other materials or currencies. Players should make sure to exchange their, collect their collected Etheric Spirals at the Cryptarch in the Tower prior to the launch of Season 17 at 10am Pacific on May 24th. That is exactly two weeks and three days from the time of this recording. Get on it. Uh, two left. I've been using them for Glimmer all season. Nice. Uh, known issues. Here we go. While we continue investigating various known issues, here's a list of the latest issues that were reported to us in our help forum. The Omni Oculus Exotic Hunter chess piece clips through the Frumulus. That. Mm-hmm. And yes, they will take them from your inventory. Well, they won't take them from your inventory. You just won't be able to use them for anything. It'll say, this is no longer in use. You can delete these without any recourse. Bleh. Okay. Uh, not your cloak or your Omnioculus. Yeah, no, the, the etheric spirals. Sorry, yeah. Um, The disbelieved triumph and the elementary, my dear, triumph may not successfully gain progress from all timed deep sight chests. Well, that seems like an oversight. Kills earned while standing in a teammate's wall of radiance do not count as super kills towards the Super Spree Strike Medal. Again, that Sad. seems like an oversight. Uh, the Super Spree Medal is not being awarded for kills earned while being buffed by the weapons of light. <sighs> so don't don't bother, yeah. don't bother weapons of lighting or uh, standing in the nope. puddle. Not one of you. However, kills earned by teammates on enemies tethered by a deadfall tether also do not count towards the super speed medal. 
So no tethers, no wells, gentlemen. Ladies. No bubbles. All everything in between. Um players on Steam This is my may favorite have, one. May have the Witch Queen incorrectly added to their platform store cards upon exiting the Guardian Games in-game infographic when selecting the Guardian Games playbook. Due to this issue, the Guardian Games playbook has been disabled. <laughs> I want the Guardian Games playbook. You really want to you really want the Witch Queen. No, I just want the Guardian Games. But you really want the Witch Queen. I said Guardian Games. Yes. Which means which one? Is this the conversation that goes on in your head? All mm -hmm. the time. Uh the competitive Squirrel! <laughs> There's an ongoing joke in my family that what happens in my brain is a train wreck because what comes out of my mouth isn't usually related to the conversation until I take them through through the train of thought. And there is actually a viable connection between points A and points B. <laughs> there is. <laughs> okay, so the competitive catalyst quest is dropping for players who already earned the air apparent catalyst in previous Guardian games. This quest can be safely dismantled. There you go, Night Demon. If you already have it, get rid of it. Yep, and nope, nothing goes. Everything else is on the known issues forum. <laughs> Go take a look if you're really that curious and you hate yourself. We also have movies of the week. This one is called Way Out. I haven't okay. watched it. Let's watch it. There's also a Vow of the Disciple Raid trailer, and there's also the world's first solo caretaker. Two out of three are Deacon approved. The third one is not Deacon approved. Nine minutes. Mm. Yeah, she, she likes to approve those videos. Does. I, I, I thought maybe Deacon might have had a hand in the first caretaker. Solo run. It might have been her her team that she had, uh, you know, trained to victory. No. So yeah. So this 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 twelve has been brought to us by Cosmo. It's been a while since he's been been hands on the twelve process, and uh, he's stepping in for DMG as he was the Earth. Glad he still remembers how to do it. There were so many people who coordinate to get these together and make them happen. Uh, it's always a joy to watch them come together. And um, he says, while well, I'm writing this before the Guardian Games has actually started, all that stuff at the top about hunters winning. The first few days was an assumption. Maybe I'll update the trial before it goes out to reflect what actually happened. Maybe I won't. Past me is fickle and reckless. Future me is responsible and honorable. I wonder who won out in the end. And I just love that last line because mm -hmm. future me is amazing. Past me is a real moron. Thank you, T-Rex, for the bits. Look, he says this is this is for the shop. All right. Mm -hmm. Look, we're already okay. getting money in for the shop. Great. Put that put that in the business account and we'll get to it later. So we finished the TWAB. I just we wanted did. to get you your guys' views on how Guardian Games is actually going. Are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying the strike scoring? Is that element of it enjoyable? Is the loot just raining down on you enjoyable? Or is it just, like you said at the beginning, a hot mess and we're just having to deal with it and we wish Bungie should get on with designing something better? Literally have no opinion. Hawks, have, have you played any of the Guardian uh, games to respond to have an opinion? That's what I'm saying. No. Well, I, okay. I, well, I'm actually playing Guardian games right now as we speak. So, <gasps> How dare you? Uh, hey, I'm playing as a. You should be happy I am. Um, yes. You're playing it as a what? You, you as, play, a hunter, as a hunter. Obviously. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, dope. Opposed um, to uh, the Hunter, Elden Ring, Master Rager there. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, I like the layout of it. I, I wish that they would reorganize the buffs 
so that every every time that the next Guardian Games comes into play, somebody doesn't have a leg up on it from the previous one. Like, it's a fresh restart every time. Oh, and in, in terms of, like, how they try to balance the, cl- the classes out, you mean? Yeah, because when yeah. they started, the, the Warlocks had the, the big boon that they had at the end of the last one, is what I read online. I think that's what he's talking about. So you didn't listen to the show last week? No. Oh, I did. Anyway, continue. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like the layout of it, and I I like the whole strike playlist proficiency and... Oh, that's a nasty ogre. Anyways, uh, oh, stop getting distracted. Finish your sentence. I can't, I can't help it. I got things blowing up in my face. It's not important. It's That's fine. what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I, I like the layout of it. But at the same time, they, they could have done a little bit of a better job of, actually balancing everything rather than trying to boost up one class yeah i get versus it's it's never going to be balanced though that we've had this discussion so many times it, it can be how it can be it can be uh i mean i was talking to blue screen this morning my friend blue screen and i was listening to the last word podcast with lord cognito and Abontis, and the whole thing should be pvp it should be a 2v2v2 in every match that way you have a straight winner you have a straight second and you have a straight third place in every single match so you have two titans versus two hunters versus two warlocks you you load into the queue up whoever wins that point goes towards that class for whatever match that was and that's how they do it none of this we're gonna bank medals yeah, but then, then you to... would be putting hunters in into a into a waiting pool right because no, because the hunter it would though because there are so many more hunters playing than the other two classes so where you pair up hunters with the other two classes there's still going to be a lot of hunters in a queue because they don't have the two titans or the two warlocks to queue up with true assuming that many people are even playing it at any given time i don't know who steve grant is apparently you sound like steve grant demon um well steve grant would agree with me okay uh, but still at all, I mean, you, you just, you can't balance it. The whole, th- the whole idea of Guardian Games was, was, excuse my language, it was out the door, right? Because there's no way, that, if all classes were equally played, you might have something there. But Hunters outnumber the other two classes combined. And then between the two classes no, that, that are left, it used to be Titans outnumbered um, Warlocks, what, 1.5 to 1? Or one point three to one, right? Numbers numbers are not nearly that skewed. There's there's like there's like a five five or seven percent difference between the class numbers based on the graph they shared last week, two weeks ago, whenever that was. Did is it now? So yeah, like, like, it, it's not like it's not like there's three to one. I mean, they never said what the numbers were before, but they but they shared a graph in the last week's twelve or two twelves ago. I can't remember which week it was huh. where it had. It had like the percentage of people playing, and it was like forty percent play hunter, thirty something percent play warlock, and like twenty eight percent play titan, something like that. Oh, so titans are less than warlocks now? Really? Yeah, yeah, because warlocks are amazing. Well, yeah, but 
I agree, but like that gone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in the 12, which one is this? Yeah. So in the 12 for the 28th, they have, yeah, they have a graph where hunters, hunters peaked about 40% and are now sitting at like 38 or nine warlocks peaked at like 38% and are now sitting about 33% and Titans have sat between 25 and 30% without a whole lot of peak or anything. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it you know, it, it's, it's about 40, you know, call it 40% hunters, 35% warlocks and 30% Titans if you're being generous. So, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's a six to one difference. And again, and that's an active, and that was, what do they say? Active players in which queen, I think they said from like January onward. I mean, this graph shows from like early or late February to late April is a graph they shared. But I think they said they had looked at the numbers from like basically after the, since the witch queen launch. Well, maybe, maybe they should do what they do with like Fortnite. Very similar is that you queue up in Fortnite and you're kind of in an arena. So imagine like they've put you into one of the crucible maps and like respawn said, if there's too many hunters, all the hunters are just facing off against each other, but it's not going towards the points. It's more of a practice round. It's more of a practice session. So you're queuing up to go to play in the, the crucible playlist for guardian games. Once you're selected, you're then taken out of the, the, the practice playlist and you're put against the two Titans, the two warlocks, etc., etc. So that way it's kind of, it cues you up in an arena. And once you've, your team's up ready to be selected, you can either say, yes, we'll go or no, we want to continue practicing. And then it puts you in. And that's how the, the medals have kind of generated. I think that's how it should be. It should be PVP. It shouldn't be go into strikes and just play strikes into your, your eyes bleed because it makes no sense because there could be a Titan, a Warlock, and a Hunter all on one team, and it doesn't matter because you'd all get the same medals and you go back to the tower and it just evens it out. That it, yeah, it, it's not balanced enough. Right, right. I mean, if, if you're having an actual like games, like I mean, set up a situation where there's a winner and a loser. Yeah, you know, you know, do what you do with the with the striking with the strikes last season, where you had you know every you know you had the class specific playlist. Expand it out to PvP. Expand it out to Gambit. You know, let me play four Gambit matches with a team of four Warlocks versus four Hunters, and then whoever wins that, their team and their class gets you know gets a win, gets a mark on the board, gets a point, whatever. You know, yeah, have it be set out so it's you know again a win and a loss. I mean, I think I, I almost think Bungie, you know, you know, sort of had high hopes for this of it to be oh a fun and a thing, but it's like yeah, no, this is no, they absolutely like, did, and, and yeah, but, but of course. But of course, it's turned into you know we all want to win, or or gamers were competitive, yeah. so it's like oh it's just fun it's fine it's like yeah no but like if you, you know it seems like like so many events they do like this one just sort of seems like they they have it every year and are just sort of like oh god we have to do this again we because it, again it's, it just seems like it's I'm not going to say not thought out because again tons of thought and programming and work goes into all this stuff. But it just seems like the gap between what they wanted or hoped for and what we were communicated to and got just always seems to be different. And Guardian Games just it just feel it feels messier. It feels like one of the messier events. Like, yeah, it's all there, but it's sort of like no one really knows what to expect until it goes live and it wasn't really well communicated. And yeah, yeah. I mean, the points are all made up anyway, so it's never gonna be like, oh, yeah, it, it it always it just feels weird. 
the thing is, if they want to make it competitive, they've got to make it competitive. Like you said, it's got to be a winner or a loser, uh, and that's it. Or win first, second, and third in whatever competition. I mean, with Gambit, they could do uh, a three arena Gambit. So you take your, your team of Warlocks, you take your team of Titans, you take your team of Hunters. You all okay. face off against each other, and the fastest team to destroy all the enemies and burn down their primeval. No invading. That's it. It just it oh, requires teamwork of working together to, oh, you know, dream. snowball your supers and, and, and just dis- dismantle everything. So you don't have to worry about invasions, but maybe uh, blockers may be sent to kind of the, the, the blockers do something else. Like we used to have with um, they'd shut down your bank or they'd do something. There is the programming in there that they, they could do something, but you don't have anybody invade you. It's just uh, uh, working as a team to get things done as fast as possible. And I think that would work. So you could have Gambit or you could have PvP. So you've got a, a PvE version of Gambit and a PvP version, and that's where the medals and the that it all kind of takes place. I like the strike thing. I'm really enjoying the strikes uh, scoring and getting all the medals popping up on the screen and going into that, that amazing 1550 playlist, which is competitive and it's match made. And it just shows you what Bungie can do with matchmaking at 1550, whereas Nightfalls, you can only go in at 1520. This is 1550. So people are dedicated to put the right mods on, right loadouts, and going into this and really playing to get either through or get the strike scoring. It's really good fun. And I'm really doing, I'm really enjoying that. I'm in, I think, the top 20% at the moment. And that was just playing through three LFG uh, competitive matches. And I could see the potential for it and maybe the this the, the strikes could be worked into like you personally getting medals and and earning stuff from it but they don't go towards the the tally towards the flags at the end of the day yeah there's there's a lot they could do and yeah I, i've never liked it being so vanguard strike playlist focused it's fine but it's it's not what i want to do i mean that said i have really going into nightfalls at 1550 and getting, I mean, I've gotten like a half dozen hotheads to drop this week. Like, yeah, you know, I've enjoyed going in and getting the reward. It feels like it's a little more rewarding than just going in and running a nightfall over and over again. It's a little bit harder. I like the 1550 is match made. That's the biggest change they made that I really enjoy is the higher level matchmaking. Uh, yeah, I do like that. And that's actually what I'm playing right now. It's not too hard. It's not too easy, and you kind of you're all on the same like level, aren't you? I mean, and working together and resing each other and getting things done. It's really, really enjoyable. Yeah, people are, and and again, and because there is a strike scoring angle, people are a little more motivated to get that score up. To yeah, to work harder to not just leave you on the ground dead. For I mean, and that being said, I'm I I play. You know, the week I was sick, I absolutely, I, t- I was off work for a week. I turned Destiny on as my game to like stare at blankly when I was feeling terrible. That's sort of how I've played the Guardian games. Am I excited about the Guardian games? Not particularly. Am I interested in the in the loot from it? Not really. Is it something I can do and just play and have a good time with and turn my brain off? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I, I like the additional play. Again, I like the higher level match made nightfalls. Like I, I, I've gotten my reckless endangerment ornaments for the other two, for the crucible and the gambit. I've reset those enough times. I've prestige my gambit, dredging again this season. 
the only thing I have left to do is Vanguard. So I was sort of waiting for this week to say, well, I'm going to play a bunch of Vanguard anyway. Let me go take advantage of these new Vanguard playlists to get my Vanguard rank up in addition to the Guardian game stuff because it's just you're throwing more stuff at me. I've got a bunch of exotics to drop on my Warlock. I've gotten, you know, again, it, honestly, it's Gunsmith rank and it's it's taking these red bar weapons into things and just running those up. I mean, that said, I wish even though the, you know, oh, extra bonuses for doing the different things like the other day was, you know, throne world activities. And I, I wish it's like those rotate every day, but then it's like, you're still, it's only the, the Vanguard strike playlist as the actual guardian games activity. I wish, you know, if you're going to rotate what I can do, I wish there were more, again, just, you know, more activities to do in destiny for guardian games specifically that weren't just the strike playlist. Yeah, it just it just it seems like such a weird activity. I mean, I know I've beaten this, but it seems like such a thing where they're like, oh, I mean, it's one of their yearly, events, but it doesn't feel like it has the polish or the attention. I mean, again, it, it launched with your one single piece of loot being broken from it. Like, it just doesn't seem like it gets the care that some of the other stuff does. Now, again, for whatever reason, you know, who knows? But it just never seems like it's gotten the same level of love and attention that the other events do. Yeah, and those um, cards that you can pick up to go into the specific playlists, like the one for Crucible, just takes way too long. Uh, I picked up one, it said that I had to get Void or Stasis kills or Final Blows or just can play, just completely play uh, Crucible matches. And it took like three Crucible matches to complete it. And I think it was going up like 30% each one and I had to get Void Final Blows in between. And it, it was like so i being forced to do something like that when i don't want to go and do something like that whereas i can run two and that was only a gold card whereas if i picked up the platinum for the lost sectors and ran two of the lost sectors at legend i have a chance at getting an exotic plus i have like medals and things dropping and i have a chance at getting a platinum medal uh, after doing two runs of that and if you're specced into running those really, really fast, you can get them done like in 20 minutes, which is quicker than the, like the three crucible matches. Because if a crucible match goes on for like 15 minutes, where it's just going backwards and forwards, it's just, and then you've got to wait the load times in between. Whereas the lost sector, if you can get it done within 10 minutes, you're there, you're outside with the flag again, you go back in and you go again. So I don't understand their weightings of those but the cards that they've dropped to to go into the the playlists or doing specific things i mean you've got ones for raids which take longer now surely they should give you extra platinum medals for that if you're running raids it's a platinum medal per encounter but it's not it's just i think one platinum medal not that i've actually done it but yeah just they've they've tried to add extra bits in this year and it's like uh they just confuse things even more or just worth running because in some of the, I think it's the triumphs that you have to do three of those crucible cards. Now doing through the mm-hmm. three of the Vanguard strike ones isn't too bad because you can just go into either playlist and it will complete, which is quite nice. And yeah, it's just gambit's gambit. People just pick it up and run with it. But yeah, the, I think the the way that they worked those out wasn't particularly well thought out. Anyway, I'm just rambling yeah. now. Yeah. And I mean, I think we're all sort of at the same point. It just seems like they've the toppings on, but it just, their guardian games cake never, 
they're just adding more icing and topping to their Guardian Games cake, which is a little undercooked and a little lumpy and doesn't taste great. They're just they're just trying to polish it up, and it's just not there. They're trying to put lipstick on a pig at this. Point. <laughs> and, yeah. and then you've got the community going. You know what would look better with this pig? Floofy warlocks carrying a pig through the sky. <laughs> Pigs can fly. Warlocks can win. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So, do we do we have a do we have a roundup report this week? We don't. As I said, I looked through a lot of Twitter and things, and none of the other community managers, apart from what you mentioned with Hippie at the beginning of the week, there wasn't too much that I could find that's important to tell people that wasn't in the twa. Yeah, you know, I sort of seen hadn't seen the same thing. Just not a whole lot there. Like everyone else tries to fill his shoes and. <laughs> This is too big, bro. Yep. But I do have some tips, tricks, guys, and builds this week for you. Yeah, tell us what videos I can go watch. Well, as it's Guardian Games, they're Guardian Games themed, so we have Cool Guys Summoner Auto Rifle. Although that's not really Guardian Games, but it's just giving you some <laughs> odd rolls over it's like the next couple of weeks before. Uh, well, I say the next couple of weeks. This weekend that we're currently in. So if you've missed this show. Well, if you've missed trials this weekend, it's Iron Banner next weekend and there will be no trials. So the last week of the Guardian Games will be your last week to get the Summoner Auto Rifle. So maybe watch the Cool Guy video to see what God Rolls are available. If you've got it, Parody, you can match it up with it. You know, play Snap like I do. So he's got one video going over it uh, because it's going away. But he does have the title God Roll Guide. And Fallout Plays also did the title Submachine Gun Guide. And his, I think, Fallouts was before it came out or before the change, just saying how this matches up against other archetypes, whereas Cool Guy actually goes over the god rolls for that weapon and what you can use it in PvE and PvP. Aristocross has got the game, place in the top 10% at the Emblem Guide, if you're looking for the top 10% Emblem. Uh, Cheese Forever also has a really good a video that's just been released today. Easy 300k score for the Guardian Games. Again, that's to get the 10% emblem. So maybe watch Cheese's video first and then watch House of Crosses because House of Cross goes into more detail about stacking like the badges that you get, the um, doing like uh, an emote just before you finish a, a high powered uh, hive and doing all those different things to stack your medals to then get a better score. So he goes into more detail, whereas Cheese has got like different cheeses that you can use throughout the uh, playlist. He Also, Cheese also has an easy laurel farming guide and an easy platinum medal guide, which I did see Astacross put out exactly the same video, but Cheese has already put it out at the beginning of the week. I think other people like Java have also copied it. I'm not sure if they've referenced Cheese, but Cheese was the first one to put it out. Basically, there is, I think it's the second mission on the Throne World. And you can pick up the Throne World uh, badge from Eva Levante in the Tower. And as long as you've got a fire team, you complete the second mission uh, from just going and selecting it on the Throne World at the bottom there. You can select a legend version of it. Um, get to the end, kill the witch. And before you sparrow up the hill to see Finch, if you come out of the mission and then load up on a different character, you can then complete that mission on that character and get the Platinum Medal. Use your other character to have a checkpoint on because it will save the checkpoint. Go again and repeat, load in your character, get your friends to load in on, on you, all have that Platinum card, swap out your character, 
to another character. So you've constantly got that checkpoint and you can just go and get platinum cards from just sparrowing up the hill to Finch. It's as easy as that. And people who were doing this at the beginning of the week and you're getting like tons and tons of the title uh, submachine gun to drop from just getting this platinum medal over and over again. So as long as you've got a fire team, there's a really good way of doing it like that. If you haven't got a fire team, Ascross has got a guide for you for Guardian Games farming. So there you go. There's those ones. And I've got all the Throne World guides. If you're looking to do anything Throne World, uh, Bontis has the Solar Mission guides. Abby Hour has the uh, the Lost Sector guides, uh, the Execution Hordes guides, and 360 Gaming TV has most of the uh, the Lucent Moths. So we have loads of guides that we've listed in our show notes. If you're looking for something specific to do this season, anyway, all the things I haven't done. Mm-hmm. And you have two weeks to get all those things done. Two weeks. Focus on the focus yeah. on the challenges. It's the challenges that you want to get done. Sixty-six out of sixty-nine will give you that large pile of bright dust. But those are the things that will be going away. Because as I said, I think a couple of weeks ago to respawn, the challenges and the triumphs will stick around for the entire year because that's the way Bungie are doing things now. So the Silence Battlegrounds, even though you won't be able to do the challenges because we'll move on to another season, you'll still be able to do the triumphs for those specific things. So focus on the challenges, focus on getting your seal done, and I believe doing the Vox Obscura Master to get the catalyst for the uh, Osteostrega is a requirement for doing the, the seal and listening to the four radio messages. So you've got to go back in and play. You can just play the legend version, I believe, uh, over and over in the same day and just listen to the radio message at the end before you open up the chest of that mission. So, You mean, the, mean the catalyst for the dead messenger? Isn't that the Vox Obscura catalyst it gives you? Vox Obscura is not the... Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm like, okay. yeah. Is it that one? I've no idea. I thought it was the... Uh, yeah, the, the, dead, the, the grenade launcher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dead messenger. Yeah, yeah. Once you run on once, you get the dead messenger. Potato, potato. Was the thing. And, uh, well, potato, potato, we've, I think we've done all we can do for one week. So, agreed, gentlemen. But gentlemen, no, we, we haven't. We, we could no. do more. We could do more for the people. I mean, I don't think we can. We can. Actually, I have one brief thing I'd like to add. He, he would. Right now is the, is the time to prepare for the next season. So, what are a couple things that we need to do to be focusing to prepare for the next season? Spend all your etheric spirals and spend all your Iron Banner tokens this week. Yep. Collect bounties. Your bounties. Cetera, you cetera, can do your bounties cetera. hoarding. Oh, Hold you, your bounties. No, you can no, because no. that will progress your season pass no. really quick. Remember the no. boost that you get. It's, it's it's ten. No, it's no. Just play the game. It's not that important. I might do that this year. I say this year, <sighs> this season. I might. It's, it's just it's just not a I big deal. I. I, I I really need to look at the end of the end of the season because I never feel like I spend that much time in the season, like compared to what I used to or other people. And I'm still approaching almost 200 on the season pass already. I'm at like 180 or 190. I feel like I've worked that hard. I've taken all my like extra XP boosts off, but I don't know. <laughs> and that's what the new season with the whole bounty grind. Because remember, next season it's only 10 more light level. We're not, you know, there's no big light level grind. No. Just a handful to get you to where you want to be, and yeah, if you can get to pinnacle now, you you only need to do pinnacles next season, and get to level two hundred on your season pass. Now are we good? I sure hope so. 
Is Melrose going to pop up and give us 60 minutes of lore? I did see him earlier. He might be. No. Uh, we got people saying make merch, make merch, make merch, make merch, make merch. People or just two people? Yeah, I mean, people are people, dude. All right, no. don't, don't, don't. Look, look, don't. They're, 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 they're internet people. We're all internet yeah. people. We're not really real. We're just avatars living in the metaverse. Well, I mean, doing well, our best. Do we have to, to have a thousand podcast. people telling you we need merch before we need merch? Just make the damn merch. It doesn't cost before, you anything. Before I go, I'd just like to say thank you to Hawkslayer for the, the wonderful gift of the $35 gift card and the Frisbee uh, that you've created, the golf thing. I can't remember. It's a Frisbee golf. Frisbee golf. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a disc golf driver. Yeah. So, Which are absolutely three words that mean something to someone. Yeah. It would be fun for my kids, I think. I think they'd love throwing things at each other. If mm-hmm. The kids. Uh, these, you don't want to throw these at other people because they hurt. Yeah, yeah. they would. Oh, they I, would. Don't see, uh, I don't see the point. Sir, all, all the more reason to do so. I don't see the problem. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you very much for, for donating and being a part of the show. It's yeah. a really good idea. So maybe we should do this more often. Maybe yeah, if we absolutely. get the merch yeah. out there and we raise enough money, maybe we could give away consoles and things. Yeah. Yeah. Done. yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm. That'd be nice. Or, or if anybody else wants to sponsor one. I mean, I mean, Hawkslayer came to us and was like, hey, I want to do the thing. If you have a thing you want to do, you too, we could do a ridiculous contest of some sort. Even better, if you have some yeah. idea what contest you want to do, we can make all, all <laughs> sorts of people do absurd things for that prospect of winning stuff. I mean, I'm in. Let's go. Hey, I, 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 I say we, we have a contest on who can get all three of us flawless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, 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 that hey, is hey, a great hey. and painful contest. Right? I mean, it doesn't have to be all three at a time, obviously, but, you know. Can we get one guy to just carry, like, two of us? I mean, come on. I believe in you, right? Right? I even used to have friends that played Trials, and... I think yeah. I was on a list from Destiny One of of getting a trials carry at some point, and then they stopped playing trials yeah. in Destiny entirely. So here we are. I mean, that right there would deserve a con or a uh, console on its own. Wow, <laughs> accurate, but wow. Night yeah. even has an old Super Nintendo thing want... around he can give you. Huh? No, it doesn't. Uh-huh. you can't have that. <laughs> Actually, I have an Atari <laughs> in the attic, <laughs> the Jaguar. Yeah, I'd... there you go. I have a Sega. Yeah, Sega. God, I had a Sega CDX, man. I remember that to this day. Well, I will leave you with that delightful story, and you can think all about your Sega CDX. Well, I say thank you for joining us. Your Warlocks are parody, Night Demon, no one responds in real life, and Hawkslayer. Your lore scribe, out in the mist, also a Warlock, floofing through looking for more books, is not ARF. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or two titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, really everywhere on the internet as two titans and a hunter. You know where to find us at this point, and if not, uh, welcome. You found us. You should come back. You can find all your favorite warlocks floofing through the tower, collecting medals, and pretending Gambit does not exist. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Audible, and really everywhere podcasts are sold or you can make sound come out of a box through the internet. Watch the show on YouTube, and uh, with any luck, you can see all of our community-submitted failures this week or next week or whenever we get around to it. You can join the Discord at discord.frozen.party, and uh, congratulations, Keza. Uh, reach out to Hawkslayer for your lovely prize. And uh, until next week, Guardians, keep failing 
keep sharing, keep laughing, keep playing, and uh, gents, say goodbye or leave any parting wisdom to the people. Deuces. Also, even though the contest is over, we still encourage you to submit fails inside that box. You might not get credit for it, but damn if it isn't funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. And deuces. That, of course. Yeah. Always deuces. Yeah. Always gotta have the deuces. Most important. Always. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast.